This episode is brought to you by From Within Records. Statement of Pride Summer Promo 2022. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go to their Bandcamp or boot up your Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, whatever, and go stream that promo. It's awesome. There's an original song and a cover from one of the best bands ever from Florida. So please make sure to go check that out. Also, Carbonite, new song titled Like a Sickness. Amazing band. Go support them. Go stream that shit. Go get ready for the new EP. It's coming sooner than you think. That's all I can say for now. But also, Warn, Human Work, Second Pressing. Head over to the Front Within Records Big Cartel. Go pick yourself a copy up before it's too late. Also, Seed of Pain tour leftovers are now available in the From Within Records Big Cartel. Shout out to Seed of Pain for coming to the West Coast. It was an awesome night. Also, later this summer, Once in Unity, Hardcore Compilation Volume 3 is coming out. Not One Truth, Hellbound, Never Again, C4, Chemical Fix, Search for Purpose, Stiff Meds, Fool's Game, Contention, Buried Alive, Live It Down, Gridiron, Adrian, Broken Vow, Nothing But Enemies, Submit, Killing Me, and Wreckage. All amazing bands. Make sure to support that comp when it drops later this summer. Also, our good friends in Shackled are coming through. They're touring the entire USA. Doubt Surrounds all in the USA. And I have breaking news. You're hearing it first right here on the podcast. Shackled Thursday, June 30th at Program playing with law of power their first time in orange county and major pain it's going to be a wild thursday night so please make sure to roll out support shackled support law of power and support major pain it's going to be an amazing night and you can thank me later for that but if you're not following from within records on social media please go click or excuse me, go boot up your Twitter, go boot up your Instagram, click that follow button and stay up to date on all their current news. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. And if you're looking for high quality merch, please go hit up my friends over at Good Fortune Printing. If you were at the Unity Barbecue, they definitely had some of their merchandise on display. They're such an amazing company coming out of Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. You can follow them on Instagram, Good Fortune Printing, and you can get in contact with them through DM or email. You can email them at contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. Please support that company. They're amazing. On today's episode, I had to track down two very, very busy people, but two great friends of mine. We like to think we are the pillars the three pillars, the three X's of straight edge. I know that pisses off a lot of people when we say that. Last time when that was mentioned, I got a lot of heat for it, but we don't care. We've been representing straight edge for so long. We're still going strong. We're still very proud to represent the straight edge. We're here to keep it alive. We're here to indoctrinate the new kids to let them know that straight edge is the way to go. But we had to track down our good friends, Greg Falchetto, Bob Wilson. You know those names very well. It was an honor for me to wake up early on my day off and sit down and talk to them. It's always fun to be able to pick their brain, to hear about cool shit that they're doing, that they have coming up. And it's just always a good time because I just love our chemistry. And I'm very, very excited. If you've gotten to this part of the intro, you've definitely seen the picture that got posted to promo the episode. It was back in March. I flew to Philly for the 
from within record showcase i made it a point to get a picture with bob and greg because it means a lot to me because it's not that often that we can all get together under the same roof because the last time that happened was back in january for fya and i tried my hardest to get a picture but you know we're all busy we're all doing different things i was doing merch uh greg was I don't know what Greg was doing, if I'm being honest, but Bob was handling the whole fest. So we, we were just very busy and we couldn't time it properly. A lot of shit going on, a lot of friends from different places. So things just didn't work out that time. But I made sure I'm like, hey, we're all here in Philly. Like we cannot leave. We need to get a photo together before we go home. And sure enough, we made it happen. And it definitely means a lot to me to be able to have that photo on my Instagram grid, on my story. It's going to be on my website just to put it out there because I respect greg and bob a lot like young jamie moshing to their band singing uh their lyrics uh, i would have never imagined that i would be able to call them friends today so it's an honor for me to be able to sit down and have these conversations with them and i can't remember if we talked about it on air or off air but we they'll be back we're, we're doing another one before the year's over and it's going to be a very very special episode and i can't wait for that one but please strap in get your exes ready and Please enjoy this podcast. Enjoy this conversation. And without further ado, welcome Greg Falchetto and Bob Wilson to the show. the podcast bob and greg how's it going going on yo it's uh 7 20 a.m pst ripping a podcast yeah it'd be better well to get both of you on the same page i feel like it's always a challenge because you guys are always uh so busy you got stuff going on greg's uh you know who knows where he could be in the world bob's really busy he just got done with the barbecue so i'm happy you guys are willing to make this work today i i, I definitely appreciate both of you getting up early to do this with me yeah sorry you guys had to wake up actually early and i had to be up by 10 but uh i appreciate it Okay, well, since uh, we're fresh off of it, I I'm just curious, Bob, uh, for the, you know, uh, barbecue number three, uh, I I'm just curious, uh, what are your thoughts on how the whole thing went down? Uh, I it was awesome. I, uh, as always, there's always something crazy every year. So yesterday I got there and they're like, oh, yeah, pipe burst uh, last night and this whole place was flooded. So <laughs> I like, walked into that and I was like, dude, what the fuck? And uh but they had it all cleaned up and all that stuff. So it was almost upstairs in a much smaller area. Excuse me. But um, yeah, it turned out sick. I uh, honestly, I was, I was hoping that hair to stay would actually deliver and it was fucking awesome. So I was glad that got to pop off. Um, it's a lot of good shit talk from the young band Garot. Uh, CDC set popped off, which was awesome. Uh, yeah. Just, just a good day overall. Garage just straight edge shit talk though, right? Yeah. So that's like, yeah, I think that's like probably the coolest thing that could be, right? Yeah, my uh I realize my brain is so fucked up that seeing a younger kid that's actually just like 
insanely pissed off and straight edge makes me happier than pretty much anything on earth. So <laughs> I was just like, most people be like, yeah, I'm just trying to just chill out. And I'm like about fucking time. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I had a terrible realization about that. Like last week when I was watching them, you got all these new kids like Stucky and you have to teach them how to mosh hard because they're fucking giving people high fives in the pit and doing weird shit. Dude, Stucky, he's Stucky's to kind of taking a turn. He's uh, he's, his, his new band played yesterday too. Um, and he looked cool as shit. And uh, he was, he's a really good front man. But he was talking all kinds of shit when they were playing. Uh, their yeah. singer, the singer of his band just didn't show up for the last show. So they were all taking turns roasting him. That was a whole fucking thing. So, yeah. Well, speaking about a fucking clown breaking edge and acting like a real bitch, talking about fucking <laughs> his girlfriend broke up with him and all this silly stuff. It's like there's like real deal problems in this world. And if you're going to not show up to a show and have a mental breakdown over a girl you dated for fucking whatever it is, a couple months, I mean, I'm not one to judge here, but geez, man, come on, man. Like, get it together. You did it for a couple months. You're probably 19 years old. There's a million other things going on in the world. That your life's going to get much worse way quicker as you get into your 20s. And, you know, brace yourself for impact when you hit 30. So, come on. Yeah. Come on, dude. Smoke, you're smoking cigarettes a, a day after you broke edge and just acting like a clown. Like, the shit's whack. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. I, I always feel bad, but also... Uh, kind of think it is funny when you realize that just some people are just so mentally weak because yeah you, you got to realize life is uh even though it, in like the big picture you know lifespans aren't that long but it's just like okay you're with that person for not that long just get over it life can be worse and it could even be better but it's like your choice to try to you know figure out which direction you want to head in yeah, just mean, look at what matters you know so just got to figure it out it literally never matters. You're a hardcore kid. You're a loser. Like, let's, you know, regardless of who you're with, you're always going to be a loser. I, I understand that about myself. Bob, I know you understand that about yourself. And, and Jamie, I would hope you understand that about yourself. All right. For the record, I am not agreeing with Greg, with what Greg is saying. I, I kind of understand. Well, yeah, I, I'm not a loser, loser, because I'm, there's, there's levels to it, but I, I understand what Greg's trying to um, get across. I, on yeah. the surface level, yes. Motherfucker went to the Cannes Film Festival. He's talking about how he's a loser. Definitely a loser, for <laughs> sure. Okay, but I almost X'd up on the red carpet. What would you guys have done if you saw me X'd up on the red carpet? You would have gone viral. I, I would have changed it to my uh, profile picture. <laughs> I don't know, Jamie. We take photos, but they never end up on the internet. Oh, I know okay. a lot of people don't like me. I, I know a lot of people <laughs> like you. I understand. Well, I told you specifically that I was waiting for this moment. So don't worry. When this podcast goes live, I will use that photo that we took in Philly. I'm, I'm actually going to add that to my grid on my Instagram. So, Bob. Are you going to mainline it? Yeah. Damn, Jamie's going to straight mainline gonna it. going to mainline right. it. Bob gets to be on there twice. It's a big deal. So, you know, I, I've been waiting for this moment. So it's not like I'm ashamed. I'm, I'm proud to be able to call you my friend. So uh, just don't worry. A couple days will be up. Yeah, to be fair, we tried to record this pre-FYA in January, and now it's June. That is very true, because I, I like to check in with you guys a couple times a year, but obviously I'm very you know um, understanding to Bob's situation early January, uh, very stressful, very busy, so I um, you know totally understood that we had to postpone it, but I'm happy. Six months later, we're here. Yeah, that Bob was, was feeling the heat. That was a grim fucking. I literally lost fifteen pounds in December because I was so fucking stressed out about shit. You mm -hmm. wouldn't notice it, but I, I, 
it was it was not good not a good time now that it's you know halfway through 2022 I, was there any chance that FYA was going to get canceled because, you know, I, uh, with the whole um, Omicron and people getting scared and people trying to uh, start shit online with, uh, you know, why the fuck is there a fest going on when it's flaring back up? Was there any chance? No, fuck all those motherfuckers, dude. The, uh, especially because all the people saying shit weren't going. So it's like if, if everybody that was going was like, hey, man, uh, we just don't feel comfortable or every single band was like, you don't feel comfortable doing it. Maybe then, but. I mean, no, at, at no point was like, oh, this person that just attacks everybody every couple of months online for whatever fucking reason hates me. I'm going to cancel it. Like, suck a dick, dude. I, yeah, I don't. That's not fucking happening. So it was never even I mean, online. I still don't have Twitter. Thank, thank, uh, thank the world because I don't know what I would do on there. And I would, I probably would just be less enthusiastic about music and hardcore overall, just seeing some of the silly shit goes, that goes on on there. But I mean, like sometimes people send me screenshots of things and it's just like, I don't know. I don't really understand any of it. Jamie, do you understand it? What goes on over there on the Twitter? Well, I, I would see uh, more recently. I, I saw some, uh, some person, I don't even know who they are, but, they're trying to bring up like the whole um, imagery of iron crosses again and trying to call people out for being Nazis. And I'm just like, hasn't this, like, this person must be new because this has been an age old argument. Um, and it, I just tried not to pay attention to a lot of it unless it's somebody that I know or I'm directly involved with. Um, cause even with, uh, with the, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen that whole situation with, uh, Josh from Life's Question. I had multiple people people send me that uh, person's story about um, them getting beat up or whatever. And they're just like, why aren't you saying something? And I'm just like, I, cause I don't know if it's true. I don't, I I, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there that night. So I'm just going to mind my own business. And it's just, uh, it's just kind of annoying. Cause like, I, I get it. And people uh, want to stand up and try to get bad people out of hardcore. But it's just like, did he really do it? I don't fucking know. Like, why isn't he in jail? If it happened at a, a place of business where there's definitely security cameras, I was just like, why didn't they just subpoena the footage right away and get him put away and not let him go on tour? So it, it was just like, when I see stuff like that, I'm just like, okay, like, just let me just be neutral. Cause like, I don't know anybody. Uh, I, I know Josh, but like, I, I just don't know what really happened. And it was just kind of when annoying. You responded and said the word subpoena did the person you were speaking to even know what that is or did you already lose them in the conversation uh they were just they were just so fixated that josh actually beat up and broke this girl's arm that they're just like you're wrong and i'm just like dude i don't know i could be uh but it's like i just don't i'm not going to try to cancel somebody for something that i don't know the truth about you know worst part with that shit is something will happen and literally like two hours later we're like damn y'all real quiet today like blah blah shit i'm like just because you don't post something or like address something like mm -hmm. dude, it's fucking hardcore. It's not like, I uh, like, you know, the media or like the guy, like it's, it's a fucking hardcore thing. So just because you don't post about something or address it publicly, doesn't mean a, that you're not aware of it. B that you're not trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with it. C you're trying to figure out what to do about it. But like, you know what I mean? If you don't post every inner innermost thought about what's going on, then you know, people just think you're just like brushing it aside or like sweeping it under the rug. It's like not handling it the way that people have always handled things, not just 
posting about what's going on. You know what I mean? Like that, that shit drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it got real frustrating. And obviously like I'm friends with Josh and I didn't even want to ask him about it because like I said, it, it's like, it wasn't any of my business. I wasn't there, but it just got so annoying to the point where I actually had to have like a personal conversation with him, like behind the scenes. And you know, he, he gave me his position on it. And I'm sure you guys have all seen like his like public statement, the multiple public statements that have been out there. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like do your thing. But it's just, weird when like they're trying to like like you know people that i know that don't even know anybody from the situation people that just see this stuff on the internet it's just like yeah like i don't know why you're interjecting yourself it's kind of strange but like yeah i'm not gonna do that my uh my favorite part about the whole situation is the person that posted that has an acab tattoo on their neck i believe Mm -hmm. and all the cops and were pissed off and i'm just like i don't i don't think you know what that means but okay that's cool i guess yeah very very strange but yeah see greg that's where you benefit from not being on uh the the internet a lot because you get to miss weird stuff like that and you get to enjoy your life a little more yeah and it's like i i mean i didn't really know about the situation at all i didn't know about the situation until people started posting it and Mm -hmm. it's like at, at that point you know you get in a position where it's like yeah maybe you do have to seek legal counsel because in this world, one word can differentiate what you're trying to say or how something is perceived. And then you're kind of stuck in this corner of like, you know, shooting yourself in the foot. And it, I, you know, it is scary seeing kind of how things can be manipulated. Words can be manipulated and just like, you have to protect yourself at all fronts. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a wild, wild world. And then you have people on Twitter that I don't know, you know, and obviously I'm just, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a judgment I've, I've made just from seeing what people send me and screen. I mean, Bob's like my, my screenshot master. He just will send me shit. It's like, damn, dude, that's like crazy opinions, but what can you do? A lot of these sending screenshots to you, I feel like. Oh yes. You and Dylan, <laughs> you and Dylan from Shackle. Just, I get all the, get all the screenshots. Keep me in the loop. Gotta know what people are saying. Are you going to the Shackled show? Any of the Shackled shows in Cali, uh, Jim? Um, can we save that for for offline? Because I actually wanted to talk to you guys about that. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah the, 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 there's some stuff going on with that. Um, but I am bummed. I, I had to find out through Dylan that uh, statement of pride isn't coming through California, and I've been promoting saying that they're going to come through California, but um, they're only coming out to Texas and they're turning around and going home. Don't fucking tell me that. That's what Dylan told me. Yeah, you didn't, they made a flyer. Carter made a flyer and posted it. Come on, you're on the internet, Bob. What the fuck? No, I fucking asked him. Oh God, this motherfucker. I was just like, yo, you guys are doing the Cowie shows, right? Or he said something. And he's like, oh, you guys aren't doing the Cowie stuff. And Carter's like, yeah, we're doing the Cowie stuff. I was like, okay, cool. I was like, because I was like, yeah, I heard you guys weren't. He's like, no, we're definitely doing, you know, whatever. And then so they're, they're straight up not doing those shows now. It's so. I haven't talked to Carter about it. Uh, this is what Dylan told me. And, and this was literally like two days ago. So as far as I know, they're not this. Oh my God, man. He, (laughs) I, I I literally just do not understand. I was just like, you are doing these shows, correct? He said, Mm -hmm. yes. And I was like, I know you're going to bail. He's like, we're not going to bail. And then obviously that fucking is not happening. Good God. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, I I get that. It's really far for them to come out to California, but it's like, if they're going to come all the way to Texas, they might as well just go all the way. But. I, I knew they were gonna. This was gonna happen. I was like, "Don't make me look stupid and not go to the Cowie shows." And now I look stupid, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. 
Um, but going back to um, FYA, w walking away, um, uh, was it a good thing? Because I know a lot of people were, were very stoked. That was like the first fest for a lot of people um, after the you know whole pandemic and things started opening back up. Uh, you know, from your perspective, you're gonna do it again, same place, same venue. Oh, I mean, dude, that venue. I was like, the first year we did it, I was like, we're this is a one and done easily. Like, mm -hmm. I I know I've seen this before. Like, it's this is not fucking happening. And the last day of that, they're like, all right, yeah, you know, so if you want to do it next year, you know, we're definitely down. It's like, you guys, like, you like this? And they're like, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Like, like oh, I was like, all right, whatever. So they're definitely down for it again. They just what think is it's it? Is it what? What is the venue? Like, what is it like during the year? Like, what is that building used for? So it's like a Jewish community center. And they usually throughout the year, they like they've done like uh, USC stuff there in the past. Um, they do, you know, mostly just like corporate gatherings and like all that kind of stuff, but they just think it's, she's like the, the mean girl that does it. It's like, yeah, I just, I just love, you know, showing people videos of what happens here. Like they can't believe like that this happens in this venue. And, like, <laughs> I mean, I can't either. Cool. like, I'm glad you guys like, like it. I mean, yeah. And they like, they probably do better that weekend than they do a lot throughout the year. But, uh, yeah. So same place next year. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was by far the best year, and it was yeah, I'm glad it actually ended up happening. Um, yeah, the whole weekend it was great, and there's a couple thousand people there, and it was just yeah, I, I if I could have it there, I wish I could have just retroactively done it there every year because that, that that venue is just fucking awesome. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like traveling out there and knowing that I'm going to that place, it, it's definitely cool. It's, it's it's a you know big space for the main room. Um, and staff is always pretty cool. I've never had any issue with anybody that's like, you know, working there, like, you know, in the actual building. So I'm, I'm happy that it's going to be there again. Yeah. I mean, security, like last year I was like, ah, oh, they're going to be like, why the hell is there just so many people here? And they're like, yo, there's a lot of people inside. And I was like, yeah, they're like, and I thought they're going to be like, yeah, we got to like do like a head count or something insane. And they're like, can we open one of these doors? And I was like, yeah. Okay. And then they're just, everybody that is there, I think is just, I mean, to them, it probably is just the biggest freak show on earth. So they just like people watching and just like being around the chaos. Uh -huh. So yeah, it's, it's really funny to watch. They do feel like it, I do agree with, they feel like very gracious though. Like they're very nice. And it, a lot of times people are like, oh yeah, security's really nice. You're like, right. but, but like for FYA, especially this past year, you, you felt their gratitude for us being there, which is very much like not what happened. So oh, it was yeah. cool. That's what I mean. So that whole, so I was going to do it there uh, the last year too. They were like, Hey, you know, we're down if you're down. And I was like, I, I truly, I can't just do this. But uh, so yeah, they had like so much cancellations last year and like all these events fall through. So I think there's, sure. I was one of the only people that actually followed through with, you know, uh, with the event that I had planned with them and all that stuff. And anything you wish you could um, improve on since you've been doing it there, you know, that, that was the second year there. Um, what do you think? What do you, what do you think being there that could be better? Okay. Uh, first year, <laughs> the bathroom has a laundry list, <laughs> not a laundry list, but first year, the bathrooms were immaculate. Right. So I could not stop talking about how, how nice the bathrooms were. And mm -hmm. This past year, my buddy Andy um, from out here, he, he flew out and, and helped me do merch. And I kept telling him, I'm like, dude, don't worry. The bathrooms are going to be sick because he has like IBS, I'm pretty sure. 
so he's always going to the bathroom and i'm like dude these bathrooms are so nice blah 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 and he's like uh first time he's like hey i'm gonna go to the bathroom i'm gonna say how nice things really are and he's in the bathroom sending me pictures there's like blood on the wall and um you know it was just it was a fucking mess and he's like these aren't that nice you fucking lied to me and i'm just like i think you might have caught the person like while they're on break before they actually clean the bathroom but they're they're really nice but for some reason that whole weekend the bathrooms just weren't nice and i'm just like damn now i feel like such a liar but that's like the only bad thing i could bring up but that's not really you know a big deal. I was, I was, I was bragging about them bathrooms for months afterwards. Now I feel like a lying piece of shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't know they were in such disarray. Yeah, Jamie I, was actually upset he couldn't prop his phone up on the toilet to do a TikTok. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, if I'm going to be honest, I've tried to film like an actual like TikTok. So if you go to my TikTok, it's just uh, you know snippets from the podcast. But I'm like, I don't have like the you know the like shame to, to to do this it's uh, embarrassing i've like posted or uh, i've created it and i'm like i'm disney i'm gonna fucking post it so i just delete it maybe one day <laughs> what do you think in hardcore should be doing tiktok right now and be running the game uh dude tsunami they could easily because uh, if you just go and follow their twitter they're they say like the most random stuff and it, it gets so much like uh like likes and attention if they you know just transfer that to tiktok they could easily take over because they have they have a crazy following um so shout out to tsunami they're they're overseas right now yeah i just saw them in la last week it was awesome i saw a, a bunch of photos of you in la you look like you're having fun it was a great show great event yeah i feel bad uh greg tried to facetime me during the gridiron set and uh i was like oh, i'll hit him back later because i was uh watching stranger things with marty so i was a little uh Oh yeah, man, man, that's like watching Stranger Things with Stranger Things. Holy <laughs> shit! Just you guys on a Saturday night watching Stranger Things at like twelve thirty. That's amazing. That's crazy. Did you go to any of those shows, Jamie? No, they they had sold out. That, that that's all I want to say. You come on, man! Don't pull that. You could fucking get in if you wanted to get in. I tried. With who? I don't want to. I don't want to air oh. anybody publicly. Let's. Just, I. I tried to go to, to the, the L.A. show because um obviously I, I had like working stuff during the week, so that like and I couldn't make um Vegas because my my buddy from Vegas, shout out to Dustin, he does Black Path booking. He he hit me up. He's like, dude, just come out to the show. But I'm like, dude, I have work Friday and Saturday. There's no way I can do a day trip to Vegas. So that was out of question. And then the L.A. show happened. Reached out to you know some people. Uh, was <laughs> uh, was put on a list, right? And then got taken off the list. And I was like, all right, I'm not like a rock star. I'm not anybody special. Um, so, you know, once they told me, oh, sorry, like we, we can't get you in. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I'll, you know, have fun. I'm just going to go do something else. I'm not going to make like a big deal about it. Like, oh, why can't I get in? Blah, blah, blah. So like, I, I tried, but, you know. I hear you loud and clear. I'll be having to talk to Matt Carl today for, uh, for, for <laughs> <it up. laughs> that's messed up. Uh, yeah, Matt Carl's got a, a list of people he needs to talk to on a daily these days. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like you got the list, man. That's fucked up. Six months ago, you would have been to the top. <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess I, I'm not that important, but it's okay. I mean, that speaks to him, not you. You don't take that personally. Yeah, change. Uh, it, it doesn't reflect my view on the band. I still like the band. Um, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm happy they had a good reception, though, because I, I know a lot of people were very stoked that they came out, and they're definitely looking forward to seeing them back here just in, in just a month, which is crazy. Damn, that is next month, huh? Yeah, which is crazy. Uh, Greg, are, are you going to San and Fury? Will you be around? I should be here. So uh, I've been having some issues with uh, travel stuff just because – for work 
I, I have like an allocated budget for travel and with flights doing what they did, it's kind of put me in a position where I can't go. Because the last few months, I've been pretty much going home every weekend. I've been working in LA during the weeks and then flying back to New Jersey on the weekends. But then the flights went from pretty much times four. I was I was booking round trip tickets consistently LA to North New Jersey, North New Jersey back to LA at $300. Now they're sitting consistently at a minimum of $900. Mm-hmm. So all the back and forth I was doing, I have to kind of like put it together. So I think after this is hardcore, I'll come back out here and sit for, for two weeks or three weeks and just do a bunch of work then. Yeah, that's the main reason why I, I didn't go to the barbecue because I'm obviously Bob. I talked to you about going to the barbecue, but plane tickets just were crazy from like L.A. to Philly. It was like hovering between like 800 to like as high as like I think I saw like 950. And I was just like, that's yep. that's just a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you would have done that, I would have felt insanely bad. So you you made the right choice. Mm-hmm. OK, um, but so I two weeks you being out here greg so you I, I sound like you will be around for time fury yeah i'm gonna come back after this hardcore just because we get end of june mm-hmm. i'm going to disney with my family and then gonna get back i think on the third and then i'll just hang in new jersey do this hardcore and then the week after this hardcore come back out to la and spend two weeks out here to kind of like situate a bunch of meetings and do the stuff i do out here mm-hmm okay and that's pretty exciting um uh, actually both of you guys are playing this is hardcore yeah yeah fucking uh get to see eric wolk on the uh the main stage playing guitar should be sick you're getting the spotlight ready for him <laughs> that's when crazy. it cuts to one guitar it's gonna be spotlight on eric ready to go <laughs> and uh he already moved right so he lives like closer to you now bob yeah he literally lives like nine minutes from me oh that's awesome Enjoyed his uh, rooftop pool last Memorial Day. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, oh shit. that sounds fancy. Rooftop pool. Yeah, you don't. You don't fuck around. <laughs> okay. And uh, how excited are you for that um, off the track set? I'm pretty psyched. I, uh, I'm. So we've had songs recorded since November that I haven't done vocals on. Mm-hmm. So I'll be more psyched once I actually get my shit together and and get them going. But um. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, what's I'm, the timeline on those, Bob? I, <laughs> that's bad, man. Um, every time Carter pisses me off, I delay it a week just to spoil him. So it's like it's it's looking years down the line at this point. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I got to actually do that shit. But yeah, it should be cool. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm glad there's. I mean, there's you know Chemical Fix and some other fast stuff in Philly, like Struck Nerve and all that stuff. But I'm just glad there's just like a regular hardcore band from Philly getting to play the fest and. I mean, dude, I, I literally, from when I was like 20 to 29 every year, like I play this is hardcore. So I always love playing it. And, you know, that's like, you know, that that's like the best fest ever, in my opinion. So I'm just glad that, you know, getting to be a part of it again and all that. Yeah, it's definitely cool to see it back, too, because obviously um, they uh, had to take the year off because of the whole um, pandemic. So for, for them to come back and you know do it big, I I, th- I think it's awesome. That's Two years off. Yeah, dude, it's fucking. I was like, you could tell that it it physically and mentally pained Joe not to be able to do it. Just like being around him all the time and shit. Cause like, I was, we were working on like a house over COVID, like when he was trying to figure out if he could still do it. And I could tell, I was like, dude, this is like eating him 
like up inside. So him being able to come back like this, and I, I straight up think the lineup fucking awesome this year. And finally getting Hatebreed and, you know, all the other stuff, I think uh, it's a great way to come back. So I'm psyched for him. Yeah, because you, you got to think if you, you, you don't want to take a year off because then people you know could lose interest, something else could pop up and try to take over. Um, but for them to come back, yeah, I, I, I think it's awesome. Pretty solid lineup from top to bottom. Yeah, yeah I think it's the best one he's done. In, uh, it's crazy because he the, the bar for him is so much higher than like anything else. Mm-hmm. So like short of like an inside out reunion, people are going to be like, ah, I don't know about this. You know what I mean? Because like everybody just expects like – Excuse me, if you go back and look at the old This Is Hardcore lineups, it's like just fucking absurd um, that they'll just like smoke anything else. So, yeah, he set the bar really high. And I think this year, it's like you can't, if you have a problem with the lineup, you're just like insane. You know what I mean? So, I, I just think it's really good. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. Like when, when you go back and look at those old flyers and you're just like, wow, this fest is always been good so um you know it's, it's, it's pretty crazy and it is like, kind of tough too because when you set that bar so high it's like how do you keep uh you know uh, outdoing yourself or even you know keeping that same level of fest going because uh obviously i'm sure it, it gets harder and harder um because the the well obviously you know uh, becomes uh, more shallow year after year when you're getting all these big bands and uh, doing these cool sets at that fest so I'm, I'm definitely always looking forward to seeing what that lineup is. And you also have all these other festivals popping up that are paying bands, whatever the fuck, you know, making up these new rates. And then you have bands that are confused if they should continue being a hardcore band or be some sort of pro rated band. And mm-hmm. bands that were getting paid $1,500 are now getting paid $12,000 for Furnace Fest or whatever the hell other dipshit in the West Fest or whatever the hell the, these stupid things that pop up are and they're paying bands literally times 10. So it's like, and I can understand it from a band's perspective, but it's also like it's hurting festivals like This Is Hardcore, Sound and Fury or FYA that have existed, United Blood. I mean, you know, think about some of these things that have been around for a decade and now you have kids doing their first fest that probably have financial help from their parents or wherever that can just throw money or things like furnace fest that are just big pieces of shit, but they have like a, an unlimited amount of budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- th- there's a band from the, um, from long Island. I, I think that's all, all, all I can say. Cause I don't, I don't think I can say which band it is, but damn Jamie, every conversation you start, you're like, I can't really say it here, but I'm just going to say, cause I don't want to get anybody. Cause I, I, I don't want to rhymes with, because it's I, I get told like stuff behind the scenes and i'm not sure what's public and what can be said so i just don't want to get anybody in trouble so i'm uh but no, band from long island travels out west plays a fest and i'm like yo like you guys gonna play california and they're like oh sorry like we're getting flown out for this fest and we had to sign like an exclusivity where we were gonna just play this fest and then go home but i'm like dude you guys are like like you know pretty far away i don't understand how like if you played a show in Orange County, it would conflict with that fest. And like, yeah, the the guy didn't want us to play anything else. And I'm like, that's so fucking whack. Yeah, that is crazy. The radius clause is very bizarre. Like, I get if it was like a couple cities over, maybe like a couple counties, but dude, you're they're like states away. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and it's not like they were doing multiple things. It was just like literally one show. Then they went home. I'm just like, all right, that's fine. I guess they don't want you guys to make more money. <laughs> But Larry was it? Yeah, it, I like and and I I try to think about it like you know like you know well, like objectively I'm like there's seriously no way that this was going to conflict with anything that or conflict with that fest so it was just you know whatever 
I tried. <laughs> yeah, but it, it it definitely happens. So I, I I can see with like especially bands like going more pro, it, like bands are walking this fine line now, which is kind of interesting. Um, well, I think they're being put in a position to have to like think in that mentality because mm-hmm. because like you're you're if a fest is or if a fest quote unquote is hitting you up and saying hey we're gonna fly you to play the show we're gonna do this and there's gonna be this exclusivity like exclusivity like imagine being a band for six months and hearing a term like exclusivity mm-hmm. these people don't even know what the fuck that means <laughs> it's just like it's just like all these different things that exist now that I feel like didn't exist like I don't know. 10 years ago i mean yeah like, you know, they're no one was flying people to different places and yeah it's sometimes like when i get you know uh deep into this i'm just like okay i, I feel like sometimes i feel like i've made a wrong turn i'm like this doesn't feel hardcore let me go the other direction try to t- deal with like other people dude the uh the way people talk like hardcore kids and bands now it's so it's just like industry garbage that has nothing to do with hardcore that I don't understand. Like, I'm like, why the fuck? Like I'm trying, I, I can't even think of a good example, but like the, like the way they talk, I'm like, dude, this is like something that like a warp tour band would have just like posted in 2009 on MySpace or something. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, I just, I, you know, oh, shit. I can't connect with it like at all. And does that uh, turn you off from like working with bands? Like Bob, Absolutely, man, dude, like if you hit me up, I've had bands, come up to me and be like, Hey, what's up? You know, we'd like to play something, but okay, whatever. Like, yeah, we'll have like our agent email you or like something like that. And I'm like, we're fucking talking face to face, dude. Like I'm, I'm not like a promoter. I'm not like a talent buyer or some bullshit. Like I'm a dude who does shows that goes to shows. Like mm-hmm. I don't need, we, we can make the connection ourselves. Like I don't, if, if we have to involve other people, whatever, but like if I've talked to you in person or I know you don't, don't send your agent or fucking manager to me like hey i'm i'm hitting you up on behalf of whatever stupid fucking band like all right well i just won't answer this email or text because I, I truly don't give a shit yeah unless unless it's like uh unless it's unless it makes sense right like if you're in a band you're selling 600 to a thousand tickets in every market and and you're and we're friends and we're talking you're like okay i'm gonna have so-and-so handle it we talk about everything it's all kind of cute and then the, the agent kind of like solidifies it sure if you're in a oh, band yeah. that's selling 25 tickets at the very most and you're like all right our agent's gonna our agent's dealing with the tour it's like dude this is just straight up embarrassing like that, yeah come on that's, dude I'm, I'm so glad shackled booked specifically dylan fucking just booked that whole thing himself like i don't know the last time that's i mean him brain tourniquet the kid connor and brain tourniquet booked their whole u.s tour themselves like some lockers booking their own shit. Like I'm I, when Warren? I see something like that, it makes me so much happy. Oh fucking yeah, Warren mm-hmm. is going with the that being the runs. Like I think they leave like next week. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like there's actually been a good amount of of bands actually just taking in their own hands and not you know having some stupid fucking manager just taking five percent for no reason to book them in basements or something. So yeah, I'm glad uh all those bands are doing that shit. Didn't Warren have a booking agent? Did they? Yeah, remember? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember which episode. I, I'm pretty sure Joe Hardware talked about it, um, and I had asked Dylan. I'm like, "Yeah, what's up with uh, Joe Hardware talking trash about your your booking agent?" And, oh, oh, I thought you said Warren. And I was oh, no, no, like, sorry, no, Shackled. Okay, yeah, yeah, Sh- Shackled had one for a second. I think they realized they can just do. You know, he was too busy with other stuff. 
So there I don't even know if Shackled ha- Sha- Joey from Koyo was helping Shackle, but I, it wasn't like a. It was just like their buddies. Like it wasn't like yeah, Joe, if you know Joey, he he's like a goof, great kid, great band. Like it wasn't like he's like some over serious guy that was trying to like dip into the pockets of uh, of Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there's not a lot there, so. <laughs> <laughs> And has trouble when it comes to the bill at Applebee's sometimes. So it's like he's not. <laughs> oh no, he does the. He, he's definitely the guy who doesn't account for tax before he does a tip, and he's like, "Oh fuck." That's a college graduate too. Yeah, oh yeah, new, new, mm-hmm. newly college graduate. Crazy. He's, he's teaching uh, teaching your guys' kids at some point. So Godspeed. <laughs> That's wild. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, shout out to Warren. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see Warren, but I'm I'm pissed off that they skipped Orange County. Hmm. So where are, they, where are they playing around you? Just uh, LA, or something? Uh, LA and San Diego. Like there there was an Orange County date. Like uh, Dan hit me up about it, um, and then the guy that they're working with out here uh, decided against it. Oh damn! What the fuck? Yeah, which is which is fine. Uh, so I just have to drive to LA on a Thursday night now to see them. <laughs> which is not my favorite thing to do but you know i heard the disdain in your voice when you were talking about it. you're not excited about that. yeah definitely not but you know <laughs> it's, it's not that often that warren comes out here and i'm a huge fan of uh that band and where they're from so i, I got to go out and support that band i had no idea what the fuck that band the runs was until i saw the flyer and i was like i had no idea what it is and they're straight up awesome I'd, I'd never heard of them in my life mm-hmm. what is it it's just like punky shit from uh from california i think actually Okay. And I, I was, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't know what the hell it was. I need to check it out. There's a new band from out here. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with them yet. They're from Sacramento. They're called Defective Chain. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I was a couple weeks ago. It was good, that demo. Yeah, I'm like super into that right now. The guitar player is actually coming on the podcast tomorrow, if everything goes um, according to plan. What, uh, weren't they, were they in something else? Or one of the guys in something else? Am I crazy? No, the, the the guitar player was in. Um, I can't think of their name. Uh, he actually re- recorded their own record on. I have to pull up his, his Twitter now. He's going to bother me. Um, they, they used to be pretty active, but with all bands, they just kind of stopped doing stuff. I guess. Uh, Primal Ride. That's what they're called. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought I recognized one of the names. Yeah, yeah. The demo is really fucking good. Yeah, that that's like the band that I, I tell everybody to check out. There's like that band, and there's like a newer band from San Francisco called uh, Click. Uh, yeah, yeah, they did just hit me up about uh, playing Philly, actually. Okay, yeah, uh, I, 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 I talked to this singer, so it seems like a, ch- a chill dude. But I actually enjoy the music. They actually have like a like a whole like message, so it's pretty interesting. You got to like read the lyrics. What's yes, the message? <laughs> it's just like anti uh, cop, anti government, but like really like about it, it's like all like the the imagery that they use for their. I guess it's a demo or EP. I don't know, whatever they want to call it. And it's pretty that's cool. What, uh, Rob Moran from Unbroken actually posted, and that's what made me check it out because he, he doesn't. He's like he keeps up with shit, obviously, but mm-hmm. well, it's like a new band. I was like, I'll, I'll check it out because he has really good taste and stuff, and yeah, it was really good. Yeah. How do you spell it? C L I Q Q U E. Yeah. Yeah. Q U E. Got it. I saw. I saw the name. I just I didn't get a chance to check it out yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, singer's nice dude, and like the music so pretty cool hopefully uh you know they catch on people check them out yeah i mean there are what city are they from uh, or so. uh, san francisco 
yeah, the North is uh, pretty busy out here in California. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised uh, that whole area doesn't just do their own fest in general. Like, I'm surprised like the Bay doesn't just have like Bay Fest or something. There's I, so many fucking bands. You know, I, I've asked people about it, and I don't think they've ever even thought about doing it themselves. And but also, mm-hmm. it, it's hard. I, I think at this point because. Um, all their bands are in, uh, you know, so many different positions, so busy that uh, who knows when they're all going to be home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's like I just feel like there's so many bands. Like, obviously, California in general has a million good bands right now, but especially like the northern shit, I feel like it's just unlimited. And all those shows are like packed and crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were there for that uh, Field of Flame show, obviously. You helped put that whole thing together. Yeah, yeah. Were kids into that band? Because I'm a huge fan of. Dude, they, uh, so when <clears throat> so Gold's was coming out and doing like the New York show and all that and I was just like yo if you want before I don't know when you guys are trying to fly back but we can do like a matinee on the Sunday you know if you want it because their show fucking sold out in like two seconds in New York and they're like oh you know like, we'll figure it out and then like pretty much instantly down and like do you mind if like we pick the lineup and I was like chill I mean I don't you guys are doing me a favor basically by coming to, like you didn't have plans to, to play Philly mm-hmm. And uh, so they, yeah, they straight up, they picked Field of Flames, obviously, which is, dude, if you're, I, I not to dick ride, but like Gulch is a band, like we talked about earlier with the the agents and managers and all the other bullshit, dude, they are, they booked everything themselves, they print their own shit, they like, they have like a say in anything they did, and they didn't like ever have some bullshit attitude about it and stuff like that. Like I, I straight up respect those guys, like they were obviously one of the biggest bands in the last 20 years. And the way they conduct themselves as a band, like I feel like if every band just followed that model, hardcore being a much better place. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, they they they're like, yeah, we want to get our, our dudes in Field of Flames out to play Philly. And I was like, yeah, of course. And then um, they put ended on, and then they put uh, that band Molek, the the young like I think they're from Milwaukee or Indiana or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. them coming out for it, and I, they were just I was, I just asked them if I could put an opener on, and that's why I cut down in the plane. And they're like, yeah, this band's sick. We love to have them, whatever. But uh. So it's weird. I mean, it, it was straight up like a concert event. Like people were buying the gold shirts and put it on right away. And like people were wearing gold shirts to the show. And it's funny because I guess kids at this point, it's like it's been a while since like Cold World or Rival Mob or like one of those bands played when there's just a merch line or like Trash Talks down to Furio 8 or whatever. Like when there's just a merch line the, the entire time, you know what I mean? Like just like sitting out there. So people aren't used to just seeing a crazy like you know line for that shit so right before cut down started there's still like there's probably like 150 people in the fucking gold merch line just like standing there and you, it, you've been to the church so like it's not a lot of space for you to just mm-hmm. be in a line like that so um but yeah the, the field of flame set i was like i think people should know them out here but i, I truly have no fucking idea and they, they probably they pretty much every band on the on the day had like a really good set but yeah field of flames is awesome i was i was pleasantly surprised that kids actually there's like a ton of kids that were like x up singing along and shit so it was cool yeah that, that's really awesome here because they're obviously they do what they can because obviously they're like one of their guitar players uh joseph is a singer tsunami so they can't be like super full-time right now but I, i'm just happy that they're able to get out there and uh, have a good reaction and people actually fuck with it because like it's, it's good music i i like that stuff so i'm happy that they went out there and it wasn't like a bad set for them yeah i was i was generally i was like i mean it's awesome they're hooking their friends up uh, so i'm curious if it like you know it's gonna be not like, worth it but you know like, worth their time coming out and yeah, I think they fucking crush it. So it was cool. 
Mm-hmm. 100%. And I, 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 you know, was in Philly in March for the From Within Records showcase. I definitely enjoyed being at the church for the first time. Uh, and, uh, you know, thank you and Marty for letting me crash. Because uh, it, it, it's, it's kind of funny because we've done podcasts before and I know where you're sitting. Uh, but n- actually <laughs> actually knowing where you're sitting, because I've been there, it, it's, it's kind of funny now. Because I, I, I remember... Uh, you know, sleeping in, uh, just in the other room. So being in Philly, Jamie left school. you an Easter egg. If you go to the table behind <laughs> you and you pick up the left leg. No, it, it, it was a, a pretty quick trip uh, because I, I didn't know like how long I was welcome. Uh, so I, I just wanted to get in and get out, but, but it was a good time. So I, I, I really appreciate uh, being there and, uh, you know, getting to be at a, uh, you know, a show in Philly and get to hang out at the church and see what that whole thing is like from start to finish. Yeah, I, uh, you know, Marty said you're staying here. He was mentioning something about how he wanted to put you in the shed out back, but I was like, we got to let him sleep inside. <laughs> so I'm glad you're, you know, you were able to sleep inside and, and hang out all weekend and shit. So that was cool because, uh, especially the, the the day after the fest we went to to boyer town and just getting to see like what you guys do on like a like a normal day because obviously uh seeing stuff from the internet and seeing like you know obviously knowing all the bands and uh you know that everybody's in it's, it's just cool to kind of just see you guys as like just normal and and just not really hardcore 100 percent of the time you know i mean i'm i'm hardcore and straight edge 100 percent of the time but uh you know, I know like <clears throat> online, it probably looks like, you know, we live like a glamorous life and it's, it's crazy. So <laughs> we got to see it's in our natural environment. You just hang out with Andrews, Carl falling asleep on the couch, you know, doing whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad, I am glad it's, it's, I'm not from Boyertown, but it's hilarious seeing it's, it's cool and hilarious. Like, like, damn, I'm trying to see Boyertown. I was like, and no, straight up, nobody ever said that before 2015 maybe mm-hmm. but all those kids have like talked it up and and repped it so hard that it's like a destination now which is i'm not going to say it's title fight mural level but people love getting pictures in front of the border town sign which it, it's that's awesome to me because those kids have like put in so much time and and work in hardcore so it makes me happy 100 percent um and what was your favorite part of the trip jamie wait i'm sorry what was your favorite part of the trip favorite part of the trip was uh you picking me up from the airport so i didn't have to pay for that expensive uber <laughs> like, fucking uber only like 93 dollars and i was like yeah dude, i'm not making you fucking do that uh, that weekend bob was picking everybody up i i might yeah i'm a fucking chauffeur these days man <clears throat> i'll pick up anybody who else did i pick up that weekend Bernie strong right yeah oh jesus christ yeah i fucking had to go to jersey to pick those motherfuckers up that's right and that yeah i dropped them off at the hotel uh-huh. right near the airport right as jamie landed so it actually worked out yeah Ti- yeah timing worked out uh, but favorite part i'm trying to think maybe just getting to the church early and just seeing how everything gets put together because from watching all of like sunny's videos on hate five six everything's just start- you're, you're just there the, the show's already happening but having to even help the sound guy lift that giant soundboard down those like three steps i thought i was gonna drop it on my side that i was holding <laughs> like, this is bullshit um but it, it was cool to get to experience it that way. That's what I mean. I feel like there's definitely a sect of kids in the city that probably look at things that me and Joe do as like the pro core shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, it's it's the most DIY. Like you see firsthand, you know, everybody loads the sound stuff in. We're there early, doing all that stuff, doing the doors, breaking down after the shit, like after the show, and you know, mopping the fucking floor, sweeping it and shit, and like. And Joe is yelling at you every step of the way too. So it's like, imagine carrying a five thousand pound soundboard <laughs> and just getting screamed at by Joe Harcourt the entire time. 
<laughs> you could be doing something right, and he's still yelling at you. That's true. I I asked him if he took debit because I was trying to buy a bottle of water, <laughs> and he he got mad. He 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 thought I was kidding, but I was I, I was being serious. Um, and I say in L.A. This ain't the O.C. My man, you're in Philly. Yeah. So I was I was just like, oh, I guess I shouldn't have asked. But luckily, um, uh, I, I I was. I, I can't remember. I think either uh, Kevin O'Hare gave me money to buy it, or he just gave me water. I can't remember. And don't don't ever expect accept anything from Kevin because he's going to make you. He's, you got to pay it back at some point in some way. So. All right, he he has a um he has me on his tab somewhere. <laughs> um, Dude, he cru- I I he literally crushed it yesterday. I was insanely uh, happy for him that he actually did this fucking set. I feel like it needs to be a thing. So now on shows like Hair to Stay can open it and play a different cover set. Let's let's back it up a little bit. Let's 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 not let's not go too crazy here. Keep it going. (laughs) And I just curious, was it filmed? Yeah, yeah, Sonny was there. Yeah. Okay, all right. Because I I, I saw Sonny tweeting about it, but I wasn't sure if he was actually there filming it. Yeah, actually, uh, Jeff Fee first is also there. So yeah, there, there, there'll be two angles of the uh, of the Harris they said. Okay, yeah. Good old uh, choice to make. Yeah, did you see any of the clips from them yesterday? I, I just saw that somebody posted a video from like on stage. So you saw you saw the setup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Greg, what was uh, the setup? Neat. So TK and one of the other guys, I'm trying to think, maybe Jonah or something like that, went to a bachelor party last second, so they couldn't make the show. So Nate played bass and sang. Oh shit! And you literally look cool as fuck. You literally look like Evan Seinfeld or something like that. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it should be all time because he's such a good front man. Like he, uh, you know, I like when he moves around. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, him just just rocking the bass and singing was fucking sick. That's funny. Yeah, I'm kind of curious um, if he enjoyed that or not. Because yeah, yeah, I was talking about. He seemed like he had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I wish, dude, they were so good. Actually, like. There's bands sometimes that just I feel like slip through the cracks or people just you know for whatever reason just don't really check out. The f- I-, I wish they were like a thing so bad because that's like just a perfect hardcore band to me. Like they're like everything the hardcore should be. You know what I mean? I fucking love that band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just I don't know if Nate like cursed himself from the beginning to because uh, like the members of the band obviously they all do other stuff. And then, um, obviously, he's not trying to hold any of them back, so he's just, um, you know, uh, yeah, obviously, go do your other stuff, and we'll just make this work however we can. And obviously, he's, uh, you know, got some people to to play with him. But yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm I'm a huge fan of that band. I, I wish they would be a, a full time band and do more. But you know, Nate's busy with, with his own business. Uh, shout out Good Fortune Printing, uh, and everybody else. I know that he wants in the band. Just uh, you know, I don't know if they can commit full time. Yeah, I mean, you know, to Ryan's credit, like uh, Ryan wants up closer, so he's obviously on the Anxious tour, and so they had they played I think Jersey the night before, and I think today they're playing. I can't remember, but they had a day off yesterday, mm-hmm. so he drove like left the tour to come play the fucking twelve minute choice mix set, and then drove and like met up with like the tour. So I yeah I'm glad when when kids actually care that much about stuff you know to make it work. Yeah, and, and Ryan also just did like what three or four months on the road right between one up, step closer yeah. into that anxious tour. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, just back to back. I I think he just loves being on the road. Yeah, this is beyond me, but that's that's when people actually enjoy it. That's cool. 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I feel like I would just get over it so fast. <laughs> but, but shout out to Anxious being on that big tour with Bayside and Thrice, which is cool because you, you think of, uh, about a band from our bubble and uh, breaking out doing something as big as that. It's always cool to see. That's what, yo, I was curious when that new record came out. I was just like, I didn't know like you know what Anxious ended up doing and the shit. That, I mean, yeah, the record is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you know it, it seems like it's like crossed over and like they kind of just got you know like the average like you know somebody who would like Bayside would like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it was strange, um, but in a good way. I'm like I booked uh, Last Straw, like their, their their hardcore band. I they had an off day on that in Boston Manor tour. And it, it was crazy to see like actual like anxious fans come out to the show because uh, of that band, not because they knew who Last Straw was or because they were like big fans of Higher Power. They're like, oh yeah, we just heard this is Anxious this, like side band. We're such fans of Anxious, we want to come out and support and see what's going on. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's just cool. They're actually just checking out like the hardcore band out of it and all that stuff. How'd that show end up doing? Do you have to take a walk to the ATM or what? What happened? <laughs> no um well okay I, I, i'm trying to figure out what, how much i can say publicly uh, okay uh, oh, <laughs> I, I, I know you know the behind the scenes i'm just you know just in general um so it, you know anxious those are like my actual friends and uh i had asked him about financials i'm like hey like how much you guys want to get paid and grady told me he's like oh like don't worry about it like like we just are happy to do this and uh this is something very cool um but a lot of kids showed out right like uh I had to uh, to kind of cap it because the, the the owner program told me how many people he, he wanted in there, um, and once I got to that point, just to start turning people away, and I was nervous because I I wasn't sure what the turnout was going to be. It was a Monday night, and yeah, knock loose. It um, just played the night before, and um, you know all the surrounding cities, and that anxious Boston Manator came through. So I was like, I'm not even sure people are going to want to go to another show, but yeah, I had had to cap program, and the turnout was way better than expected. Uh, Higher awesome. power, yeah. That's higher sick. power and anxious were very happy with what they got paid. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Well, was it just them two, or was it, did Firestarter play or something? One of them bands. Yeah, I, I had three locals. Uh, uh, Take it to heart, Firestarter, and Major Pain. Oh, okay, yeah. How did it go over well? Yeah, yeah. The the locals uh, definitely showed up and uh, you know uh, showed out, and um, everybody had a good set. I was actually really surprised because even the opening band, Major Pain, they're, they're a newer band from out here in Orange County, and, and all their friends rolled out and made sure to go off and sing along and just made it a good time. It wasn't like awkward for anybody. That's what's up. Yeah, that that uh that Take It to Heart band, I guess, is playing here in like August, I think, or yeah, I think I think it's like August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on that full U.S. with Broken Vow. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's uh. Stucky's doing that. I guess, I guess the uh, the other guy dropped the ball, so it's going to be a Stucky production uh, somewhere in the city. Oh, okay. So oh, in the city, I think so. Yeah, I think he's trying to keep it at least like close to the city. Damn, he's moving in, dude. You better take him <laughs> out. Stucky's moving in. He, he got all the information he needed. He he left Ambler, and now he's heading into the city. <laughs> Damn, the competition's getting I'm crazy. About, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. So we'll see. <laughs> Um, that's cool. Well, I, I hope that, uh, that tour is good for them. Uh, cause they haven't been able to do like a whole lot outside of orange County. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that that tour for take it to heart is really good for them and kids actually check them out. They have this new record, uh, that has supposed to have been coming out for such a long time, but their, their label and the physicals, it's just like this big holdup. And I've been telling them that they need to switch some things up because I feel like 
it's kind of just been a bad look for them to be sitting on this record and not being able to play those songs live and have kids get into it. So it's just, you know, I, I hope the best for them. I, I always try my best to, to do what I can to support them behind the scenes. I always try to get them on shows out here when I know things are rolling through that aren't announced. I always just try to reach out and get them on shit because I love their music, but I just feel like a lot of people aren't really uh, tuned in yet. Did they, did those two bands book their own U.S. tour or did they have somebody do it? This will decide if I go to the show or not. Uh, Broken Vow uh, did the whole thing. It was um, uh, Evan and the uh, Evan who plays guitar and their singer Tommy. Um, they did okay. like I think like probably like ninety nine percent of like that that whole tour. I will attend. Right, I'll, I'll support it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're cool. Um, and Broken Vow, they're, they're you know pretty talented young kids. Um, I, I I definitely like what they're doing too. So I, I hope it's good for both bands. Yeah, I mean, they, they played around her a couple of times. Both times have been, there's like been kids that came out specifically for them. So I feel like it'll do well at least here. Mm-hmm. What about you, Greg? Where will you be on that tour? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I might have to support Stucky's show in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia debut. You got to support the, the takeover of the young kids. Yeah, actually, speak. You know, I saw a photo the other day, and and obviously, I saw them play a lot. What's up with no options? I saw a photo of them holding guns and drugs and all this other crazy oh, shit. Can somebody explain to me what's up with that? Just because I, I want to understand it. Like, well, yeah. I, I don't really get behind children holding guns, acting like they would ever pull the trigger. So, if you could uh, break it down for me, you're trolling. You're you're, you're trying to stir no, up some shit. I want to. I want to know. I want to know you're, what's up. You're trolling, dude. That's that. That is uh, that video. I feel like has been years in the making at this point, and I just I don't even know if it's a real thing. It could just be a publicity stunt. Yeah, <laughs> the, the most opposite way possible. Yeah. Wait, so wait, Bob, are you gonna explain what happened to No Option? Yeah, are they signed to a label? Like, what? I don't understand. So they just they made this silly shit, and they're coming back as a band with a different singer, or like what? Because the. The goofy edge break drummer still in it, right? And the long hair clown that uh, you, everybody used to say is a good guy, but now he's not a good guy anymore. I always said he's a bad guy. I always said he's a dumb idiot. So, <laughs> so now they're coming back, and then what are they going to do? They're going to be on a label, or like what's what's the deal? And I'm being serious. I saw the photo, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm not like in, you know, obviously, you know, I'm not in it like that. So you break it down for me, boys. What's what's going on with no options? I, str- I love that you call them <laughs> no options. Uh, but uh, I straight up have, no- they don't come around. They don't come to hardcore shows. Uh, I mean, I have no interest in booking them. I I assume Joe doesn't. I don't know. I feel like they've been relegated to uh, Voltage Lounge World, which doesn't exist anymore. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, they just, they got to just start something new, man. It, it, it's dead. Will they pull the trigger, though? What do you think? No. <laughs> Only one way to find out. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I, I don't even think they can start something new just because, uh, you know, just reputation, um, you, you know, like their own reputation. I, I don't think people would want to support them like they used to. It's, it's like, it's so funny how just quick shit works, obviously. Like, it was like a pretty unifying band, like, oh, the young kids, like, you know, doing something cool, whatever, whatever. And then people just find a way to quickly embarrass themselves and just make themselves look pathetic. And it happened. It, it was a, a precipitous fall. I would, I would explain it as. Yeah. It's well, just... the, 
because the drummer had those videos of being straight edge and then smoking cigarettes and then being straight edge again and then what's the drummer's name Frankie. let's put his name in it frankie oh what's what's his last name i don't know his last name on the top of my head hold on you got a social Option. i do hold on frankie no option is that it yeah fno all right so that guy's a blundering idiot for sure like actual <laughs> embarrassing clown mm -hmm. but um yeah that's crazy Frank's not even from here he's eating so hard <laughs> I, do, I don't like that dress up sort of like the cosplay shit can only go so far until it's like you're holding machine gun rifles and what the fuck are you gonna do with it you wouldn't even know what to do with it if you if you had it yeah it, it is kind of whack because they're just like kind of putting on this weird act which is like it's clear because a lot of people know who they are you know they're not they're not about it yeah you got if you get slapped in broad daylight in front of people you don't do anything you're not going to do anything that's <laughs> why so they got the guns they're like all right we're gonna we're rebranding re now that was, that was his villain origin story yeah so it's i love a disrespectful slap greg when's the last time you slapped somebody not like in the industry <laughs> i don't know I don't know if that's uh, I don't know if that's really my forte. <laughs> it, a, a good disrespectful slap is better than a punch, though. That is true. Oh, for sure. It's a beautiful thing. Um, Jimmy, when's the last time you slapped somebody? Uh, FYA, twenty twenty three. We're we're looking ahead. Um, <laughs> that's all I'll say. Um, <laughs> But but I always try to uh, be chill. Um, nobody, uh, especially uh, luckily, everybody out here is um, pretty chill. Um, they don't really tolerate like a lot of whack shit out here. So um, as long as you you keep it real, uh, you know, and just be chill, everything should be fine. Is is Fullerton close to uh, Pomona? No, no, no. It's like okay, like probably. Like, 30 35 minutes just depending on traffic because like um, fullerton's like one city over from like disneyland or anaheim oh okay got yeah. it pretty close got it. I, I spent a lot of time on the west coast but i don't know it like that you know i'm i'm repping the valley in Sino, california you might have heard of van eyes on the god's hate record well well greg is repping Encino, motherfucker <laughs> pull up i'm about to get my machine gun out take a couple photos in right. front of the sign greg you've been in la for so long and i still haven't hung out with you yeah, you don't hit me up. You're too worried about what people are going to say. Oh, Greg's a little racist. I don't know, man. That's not true. <laughs> Heard he's a thief piece of shit. Yeah, fuck that guy. Let's stab him up. No, I, I still love your speech at This Is Hardcore 2009. So. Oh, was, oh I might run it back. <laughs> <laughs> is there a clip on that or a clip of that or am I crazy? I feel like that's like on YouTube. Yeah, no, th that whole set's on YouTube. Th okay. That speech is there. That like we, uh, dude, the, the, I feel if you guys talked about this on another episode, I apologize, but we, everybody, like all of us specifically were like, I don't know how the set's going to be. There's like a lot of weird shit going on with, uh, with Mongoloids now. I don't know. And then the second you said that and people started beating the living shit out of each other and going crazy, it was literally one of the most epic things I've ever seen at a hardcore show. It was awesome. Listen, I'll be the first to admit not everything I did was right, <laughs> but those mistakes I made riding through the band, definitely, I would say, and, and maintaining straight edge, I would say kind of gave me the professional 
success I've had over the last couple of years, for sure. Straight edge, definitely. And and just making mistakes and seeing through it and, you know, and taking the slaps. You know, I've definitely taken some slaps. Fuck it. I've had some scary people slap me. It happens, man. Mm. I know you did too, Bob. You've had a really scary person slap you. I uh, I do not recall, but... Uh... Oh, dude. I, I recall. <laughs> I think I still have CTE from that, so I don't really know. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't well off my face from here to here. <laughs> <laughs> <fucking stay. laughs> Didn't get knocked out, though. I, I did not get knocked out on my feet. Didn't cry. So I, I it was fine. Yeah. And you're still here. That's that's also I, important. I, I am still here, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people you know, turn around and run and try to find a new thing to be a part of, so... No, it's like what Isaac says on a New York Harper documentary. You got to have etiquette to it. You know, you take your beating and you move on. There's none of this crazy shit. You know, you get slapped up a little bit. You make a mistake. You don't make a mistake. You get you get caught into something that you weren't supposed to get caught into. You take it and you, you keep it moving. It's all yeah. about etiquette. Yeah. But Isaac had it right all those years ago. He still has it right. Check his Twitter. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, can be a learning moment. Yeah, you, know, you just got to take the positives, figure it out. Yeah, I, I agree with that, honestly. And if you got slapped for the wrong reason, you got punched in the mouth for the wrong reason, whatever it is, just keep it moving. Yeah, or you got to get your get back. <laughs> yeah, or you go hit up no options, see if they can lend you some of those uh, AKs. Jeez, that's crazy. Um, but hey, Alker, Jamie has them on the podcast next week, and he has to explain himself. Uh, no, <laughs> if, if I'm being honest... Um, because I, I I like no option. Uh, that podcast is still up with uh, Frankie and Richie from back in the day. And then um, when I found out what happened, and I didn't, I wasn't trying to like get into the drama, but just being around people from the area, I'm like, oh hey, like, um, what's up with uh, you know, no option? Where's Jack? And just trying to figure out like where everybody is, and then hearing what happened, I'm like, damn, that's kind of crazy. But just by circumstance, um, those guys don't really talk to me. Uh, which is fine. Um, I I didn't do anything, but I just kind of keep it moving forward. Like I said, I, I can't be friends with everybody. I, I I just try to be nice and maintain relationships. But you know, as time moves on, things change. People change. I can't uh, be too upset when people don't want to talk to me anymore. So what happened? They kicked Jack out because he couldn't hit the uh, the vocal capabilities they needed for the new music. The highs. I truly. All I know is. I rocked him yesterday during Kev's band, and I literally fucking felt awful. <laughs> I I like, I felt every skin and bone in his body. I was like, "You frail bastard!" I was like, "This is." I, I feel like a piece of shit. Jack's like a modern day scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, good old Jack. I haven't seen him in a while. I, I was hoping to see him when I was in Philly in March, but I'm not sure where he was. Yeah, I don't know. Must have gotten lost on the way to the venue that day. Just like a lot of people, I remember one of the okay. Another fun part, um, which uh, I, I I just remembered was when we were sitting um, in your, your living room and we we're kind of going over who wasn't at the show. I don't know if that's normal or not. But when, oh, my favorite pastime because I'm a fucking sociopath. <laughs> yeah, when we're going down the list, I'm like, oh wow, this is this is kind of cool because you got to kind of keep people like uh, you know they got to have accountability on why they're not supporting the scene because it happens like when I'm going to shows out here and it's like a local show and I'm just like thinking okay it's a shoe and people need to show up and i'm looking around and i'm like oh like so and so is not here like uh I, I guess they're too cool to support the the local shit so i i thought that part was actually kind of fun i know uh there, i mean that's why obviously philadelphia is just a bunch of just bitter bastards but uh 
I, I know when people are just like, oh, like you really sit there and uh, I, I know this has been posted many times, like you guys like taking attendance of what, you know, keeping track of who goes to what show, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, actually, yes, I am. I, I wish I didn't. Like there could be 2000 kids at the show. Be like, I can't believe that pussy didn't come, like whatever. I, would, I mean, there's a lot of people in, in Philly specifically who, who rep PAHC or put Philly and everything. And they're not at most things. So that, that's just, just fucking pathetic to me. Yeah, it's just it is weird when they want to rep something so hard, but not actually want to do the work to actually support it. Yeah, it's fucking whack. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you got to experience that. That's literally every show I've ever done in my life. And just afterwards, I'm like, that motherfucker didn't show up. Are you kidding me? So, yeah, you do that, Greg, or you just like, I true don't give a shit. Uh, I think yeah. I did it years ago, but more so recently, I'm just like, am grateful to be at the ones I can be at. So I just. I, I, I don't really think about it so much, but sometimes, sometimes I will. Like if it was like a friend, like let's say it's Matt Carl not being at the front within showcase, I'd be like, what the fuck was Matt Carl? You know, like, or somebody that I'm actually friends with or care about, you know, but, but in terms of like random people that, that have like internet personalities that post about being at this show to, to feel some sort of status or feel some sort of like completion to their week. Like, I, I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised uh, just to see Greg around when I can because he's always uh, what you were in Paris was that right after FYA um, I'm I'm trying to remember the timeline off the top of my head I remember I, I saw you one weekend and the next day you're just like in Paris in a suit I'm like oh this is crazy oh yeah well I went to Milan in January and then I was in Cannes in France like a couple weeks ago. And you're out there. Do you get to actually like enjoy yourself? I know it's, it's like part of work, but is there some time for you to actually get to soak it in or is it all business? Um, I think, I think from doing like bands and traveling so much, I, I sort of just hate it now. So for me, enjoying it is like sitting in the hotel watching uh, Moon Knight on my iPad. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't really care about seeing scenery anymore. I fucking hate it. I feel bad for my wife, honestly, because like she wants to travel and do stuff. And I'm just like, I want to be in New Jersey. I want to drive to Philly for shows and I want to go to Disney. Those are the places I want to be. Like, I don't give a fuck about going to anywhere else. You tell me Hawaii, Bahamas, wherever. Fuck all those places. Put me in Manalpin, New Jersey, and I'm fucking, put me a veggie heaven in Montclair, New Jersey, and I'm fucking good. I don't really care about traveling. I've done it pretty much my entire, the better part of my life, literally, more than half my life I've been traveling. So, like, now it's just like the place I have to be, I'll be, and then Disney. So oh, okay, that's how you relate to that one. Yeah, you know, it's fuck it. I, I'd rather be at the Magic Kingdom. Who the fuck gives a fuck about Hawaii? Put me <laughs> at the Magic Kingdom, baby. That's the real. That's where all the good shit goes down. Yeah, I my week does feel off if I don't hit Disney. You know, at least once. Um, so I, I definitely feel that because you go once a week. Yeah. <laughs> well cuz I dude I live it I live in Anaheim that was the reason why I moved to the city is to be as close as I could to to Disneyland and I have a pass so I have to you know take advantage of all these things. I mean I respect that's like that's I mean that's insane but that's awesome like I don't know. Yeah and like you know I I I don't post about it like I used to like people probably think that I got over it or whatever but no like I'm still there at, at least maybe more <laughs> but I'm still there at, at least once a week still you know seeing what's going on you know observing I, I think I do just like more observing 
um, than I used to before. Cause I used to be into it, like, you know, figuring out like what's the newest thing, trying to be in the culture, getting to know like all the famous Disney people. But now I don't really give a fuck. I just go and I'm with some friends and we just enjoy what we like. And, um, we're just very, just like kind of like optimistic about the future of the parks. When you say getting to know famous Disney people, do you mean like like goofy and shit or like? No, no, no. <laughs> There's like actual like Disney celebrities. Like if you go to like my Instagram, uh-huh. uh, it's like the last of like, you know, like because like I'm like, like, I, I just don't care as much. But there's a picture of me in like a like a blue suit when there's like this girl in like a brown dress she's like a famous like disney celeb like like when she goes to the parks it's like a big deal people are like oh my god it's amber um and people want to stop her and take pictures and talk to her and she has like she uses a fake voice which is like the craziest thing like she she'll speak to you like she's snow white and that's not her real voice because um here's me peeling back the curtain back when i was like super into disney and trying to get like i was trying to get some of these disney celebrities on the podcast and her and i were going back and forth through email um and she has a fake voice but she was just like she's like okay just send me all the questions and then i'll uh, uh, record the answers and then you could record your you know you asking the question separately and i'm like no i'm like that's not how this is gonna work like i just want to have a normal conversation with you i'm like that's how you want to do it like let's just forget about this whole thing <laughs> uh, uh, that's i i straight up when you first said that i was like i guess i gotta break the jamie that uh <laughs> you know, Pluto, <laughs> and all them. No, no. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's like actually, yeah, there's these people that have like their own fandom. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty insane. It, it, it goes deep. So do you like ignore her when you go to the park now and you see her since she, uh, no, she- it's cause like I, I had seen her so much and like, we'd like talk before. It's just kind of like, I don't really care as much. I, yeah. I, I don't get excited. I'm not like, Oh my God, there's Amber. Like, like, let's go like, see how she's doing. It's just kind of like, Oh, like let's go get in line before she gets crazy like we just, we just like focus on, on, on our shit now so when you go you kind of just like walk around and shit you're not just hitting like like rides and stuff like that like we just kind of feel it out like if there's if the lines aren't too crazy because you know fast pass isn't really a thing anymore so it's like if, if the lines aren't too bad we'll uh go like we have like a like if it's not over 35 we're pretty chill with it um, mm-hmm. but, but for the most part, like we go and get food and it, it's just like, we just kind of catch up and you're know, just kind of like, it's our, our like, chill spot. We'll go get food. Like that's what we mainly do is we, we eat more than anything. Yeah. Who's we, is that your Disney crew? Do you have one of those like vests? No, um, not anymore. Uh, but I, just me, I'm mainly me and my buddy Andy and then whoever else we can find um, who's still around because not a lot of people have passes anymore. Uh, because they sold out, they, they stopped selling passes, and people didn't want to pay yeah. the, the the new prices. So the the culture is definitely way different now. Because like, dude, back in the day when it was like way more accessible, like Disney and hardcore out here, it was like a thing. You'd you'd always see hardcore kids at Disneyland, but now it's just like very few and far between. Like like the last time I went, I saw a dude in a volcano T-shirt. I thought he was a hardcore dude, but it turns out he was like a metal dude because you know the like the guys in the band playing that that other metal band on like Maggot Stop yeah. or whatever. So I, I I saw him. He was like with like a, like his girlfriend or something. And I'm like I just screamed volcano at him, and he kind of like <laughs> looked at me like I was a weirdo. And I'm like oh, I'm like if that guy was a hardcore dude, he would probably be stoked. But it, I, I I assumed he was from like the metal side of that band. And he just kind of looked at me like I was a weirdo. <laughs> but I was like dude, like I know what the fucking shirt you're wearing. The singer was on my other podcast. Fuck off. Um, but. But yeah, so it's, it's just, uh, you know, pretty interesting times these days. Amy, you're sort of like Will Ferrell when he plays Elf. I've never seen Elf. What the fuck? I, I, I it's just, what's going on with you? Well, be, on, they're going to go down a crazy rabbit hole of movies. 
in every fucking scene is gonna piss me off. I just <laughs> when I think of holiday movies, I'm more on like the romantic stuff. So I, I want to watch the more what? like yeah, that's just who I am. This is ridiculous. What romantic movie? What are you even talking about? What the hell? You've never seen Love Actually? Dude, that's really what you're going to reference? Like Home Alone, Elf, anything, dude. Jingle All the Way, Love Actually. Like That's the bottom of the list. <laughs> this knows not. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, you're, oh, you're, man. See, we're, we're viewing Christmas in two different lenses. <laughs> This is insane, dude. Love actually over Home Alone? Like, come on, dude. Is yeah. that the Grant movie? Wait, what's, who sorry. Love who is in Love Actually? There's like a million stars in that movie. But I think, yeah, Hugh Grant is in that one. Okay, well, Home Alone is definitely better. Are you sure? I, dude, I watched Home Alone 4 the other night. It was great. All right, let's see. Now you're going to <laughs> There's a fourth one? The third yeah, one is um, insane. That third one's good. That's literally, that cannot be true. No, it's good. It's pretty good. You check it out. I, I'm absolutely not watching that. But the fourth one is when they went back to the original names and all the original people, but it was all different actors. So that's where it, got to, it gets a little weird. Like it's still McAllister, but it's just a completely different set of actors. Kind of cool. That had to be a straight to, to Netflix or Amazon Prime movie or something. It's probably sold on VHS out of it because it's probably from 2000 or something, 99. <laughs> What about, are you guys going to be on board for the, the reboot? What reboot? Are, are they rebooting Home Alone with like a whole new cast and they're having like a female lead? Uh, they already uh, did it a bunch of times. That sounds sick though. Count me in. I was going to say, that sounds right up. That's the job for Greg there. I'm not, I'm, I refuse to watch that. All right. Well, the holidays are around the corner. Go watch Last Christmas. It's, 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 it's a newer Christmas movie. It's, it's awesome. It's literally June, first of all. <laughs> watch independence day born on the 4th of july um independence day wait do you believe in aliens ufos uh i guess i i truly don't give a shit like if if, if they exist my life will not be any different so, like if they exist they've already known they exist and they're just chilling somewhere or i don't know you ever think about how we could be the aliens jamie are you one of those guys you ever feel like that? Um, if I'm being honest, in my downtime, I just listen to UFO podcasts. I I don't know what's gotten into me in these past couple of weeks, but that's all I, I care to hear about is um, uh, UFOs, USOs, thinking about like multiple dimensions and other galaxies and stuff. So we last straw demo straight into the UFO podcast, Mike. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> well, he brought him. Uh, he brought him Independence Day, so I had to ask. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, non non uh, right wing or racist conspiracy theory? What's like a fun conspiracy theory? A fun conspiracy theory, um, man, they're all fun. But I'm trying to think of the, the most fun one. Mm. It, it has to be. I don't know. Is it right wing? But I, it has to be. J <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it has to be JFK. It, it has to be JFK because it actually happened, but just the, the conspiracy theory on how it happened. That's, I think that one's so fun. Um, when I think about it, a specific one about it or just all of them all together. No, just like, yeah, just all the theories about like how it actually went down. Cause obviously like, Oh, nine um, 11 and all the other like controversial ones. Like there's like, you know, like, yeah, like shit happened, but it's like, no, like this guy 
got shot to death on like live TV and like the way that they try to like the way that the government tries to explain it with like the whole like magic bullet theory. You're just like, this is like, how did people accept this as like how it really went down? This is bullshit. People were very dumb at that time. Um, so I, I think that's the oh, yeah. one. That's the one. Um, so whoever's into conspiracy theories, uh, hit me up. We'll, we'll break it down. We'll, we'll solve it and then we'll get uh, taken out by the government. <laughs> Mine, uh, I Stevie Wonder is the only one I truly care about. Oh, okay, the one where he—he's actually not blind; he's just uh, yeah, fooling he's everybody. Fucker, and he's been able to see his entire life. Yeah, that one is pretty strange because um, I—I've I, seen those photos and read, uh, and then heard this. Or what Shaq told the story, right? Was it Shaq who yeah, told the being in the elevator and shit? And he asked, "What floor do you want to go to?" Yeah, I don't know. What about you, Greg? You care? I guess Avril Lavigne. That one's a good one. Ooh, yeah. that, that one's dark. That one gets because <laughs> you think about it, that, that kind of, and especially for like where your position, Greg, you, you're in that industry, and oh, for sure, I'm trying to go see Avril with uh, Ian and uh, Machine Gun Kelly. You going with them, or are you going to see them? Uh, kind of both, right? I hit on my boy Ian Dior, see if he can get me in. You know, dab him up, watch watch Avril with Ian. Sounds great. Good you one. don't like Machine Gun Kelly, correct? Dude, love him. Are you kidding me? Uh, don't fucking let Last year, my most listened to record was that new record. Dude, <laughs> post your Spotify stats. Please yeah, don't. People would be scared. If, if I posted them, it would be Reach the Sky, Machine Gun Kelly. RX and, Bandits. Uh, yeah, RX Bandits and Homegrown. <laughs> people oh, would never look at me the same. Anatomy, man. You're just volunteering that you must Machine Gun Kelly that much. That's <laughs> no, good. Isn't he going back to rap? He, he he conquered rock music, so now he's going back to rap to try to claim his throne. I liked him better mm-hmm. when the only thing I knew about him was that he got punched in the stomach uh, ninety two times or whatever the fuck, or punched in the chest ninety two times. What? Why? Who? What the hell is that? You never seen that? There's an article. It was like a headline. It was like Machine Gun Kelly punched in the chest whatever amount of times. Some dude literally yeah, just beat him punched him directly in the chest over and over and over and over again. And that's he's still standing, dude. Sounds like a lie, but that's you know. You, <laughs> okay, I don't know. It's a real thing. Look it up. Right. That's what you call paid media. That's when you buy buy a story. I mean, yeah. Can, can you uh, post an article about how I got the shit kicked out of me? All right, thanks. Out of respect. <laughs> Wait, so you, Greg, you you're really going to that show? I want to. Yeah, it's okay. a great tour. And okay, interesting. <laughs> I, I wonder what it'd be like. Seems like a, like an interesting mix. You like that stuff, don't you, Jamie? I like Ian Dior. I I think he's talented, even though um, yeah, he's great. Is he an, an industry plant? Ian Dior, no. <laughs> okay, because I I seen those reports. I I I follow the blogs, so I, I kind of see what's going on. And I I know he was accused of that a while back. I don't know what I can say on this podcast, <laughs> but professionally working close to Ian and his people, I would say Ian is the real deal. Okay. Was he one of your guys? He's at the same company. Oh, okay, okay. I won't say anything bad. Ian Dior is a a, a talented musician, hundred percent. I don't know what that that is, to be honest. So I'll just keep my mouth shut. I I I saw him live years ago. Where at? The Observatory in Santa Ana, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised because I wasn't sure how he would be live, but put out a good performance. You love finding that shit early, don't you? 
It's not that I love finding it early. It's just I just happen to find it early, you know, because I, I follow, like I said, I, I follow the blogs and I, I, I'm not afraid to check out something new, even if it's dog shit. It's like, okay, at least I know. But if I get tapped in pretty early, I'm like, okay, cool. And like, I don't try to like hide it. I, I try to tell everybody about everything that I'm listening to. That's why if you go check out my playlist on Spotify, you see the bands up there. It's it's not all the easy because I see other people's playlists. I'm like, we, do you even like have your own taste? Is it's just people just like pulling this the the easy shit? And I'm like, okay, like everybody, this is normal. People should already be listening to this. You should be trying to put people onto you know like things that people might not know about. But um, that, you know, hold my own is doing some new songs that'll be out this summer, and I really hope like you know a lot of people would do bands and be like, oh man, I hope Triple B signs me or like. Mm-hmm man, I really want to get on that From Within comp. I mean, for me, I think my goal is just to get on that GME playlist. <laughs> so I really hope that one of the songs touches you enough that you throw it on the playlist. Okay. You know, and I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm happy to to see Hold My Own actually doing stuff. Because no, no, no diss to you, because I, I know you're you're busy. But um, oh, I know all about it, my friend. Trust me, Joe Harker tells me every time, fucking loser, you're gonna play in a band, I'm gonna play in these shows. Like, what the fuck's the point? Why are you doing a band with him, Archie? That fucking loser. Go to, just go to work, make your money. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because we, we've seen the other bands, right? I mean, you, you, your other bands have made it onto comps, and uh, you, guys, you guys put out some music, but then it doesn't really go anywhere from there. But with Hold My Own, it seems like, okay, you, you're, you guys are actually taking this serious and actually trying to do shit. You're playing, you're, you're scheduled to, to play these shows, you got a new logo. Um, new music so we got the new logo baby <laughs> yeah you, you got the new logo so i'm i'm, I'm happy to, to to see that and you you're actually getting out there and, and doing stuff yeah hold my own doing stuff i agree doing a band that plays shows is is really nice it makes me happy even if it's whatever on a monthly thing or bi-monthly or whatever like being in a band with people that want to play shows and are excited to play shows that's was honestly my goal with this band and and like Bob putting us on the FYA after show definitely like is what motivated us to kind of finish a demo and just kind of go from there. So yeah, I agree. It's nice playing in a band that, that actually plays shows. Yeah. And how did you link up with those guys? Um, MH chaos and youth collapse, which is a band I did over quarantine we're mm-hmm. on the from within comp Anj hit me up on instagram being like hey it's cool being on a comp together because i really liked mongoloids and then i said okay let's do a band together just for whatever reason then maybe a month or two later he sent me the demo and i was like oh shit okay and then i sat on it for probably a year and a half Jeez. and then <laughs> talk maybe a year at least a year yeah i didn't do mm-hmm. it just because i i agree I, I don't really want to be in another band that doesn't play shows it's just pointless like mm-hmm. i'm not some studio musician i'm like the most untalented loser of all time so it's like like trying and just doing all these things so then when bob was like yeah you play an after show be cool we were like okay let's do it so then i finally got in with taylor young and recorded the vocals and it was uh now we're moving and yeah, we got another record that's going to come out on corruption records out of san antonio uh got another little tape thing that'll be out in the next month or so mm-hmm. good old corruption so, um they just put out um, some other band that i had on the podcast i'm trying to uh, figure out who it was i'm drawing a blank strange joy no not strange joy ozone not ozone twist a cane? cane yes twist a cane there you go shout out twist a cane yeah because uh, I, I definitely Whittier baby twist a cane Whittier hardcore good old Whittier and Greg you're you're tapped in I, I gotta ask you about some stuff off air um 
But uh, Bob, <laughs> Bob, I, I, I saw you looking at your phone. I, I know you said you had a hard out. Are, are you still good on time? Or? No, no, I'm good with that. I just, uh, yeah, just got a weird text. I'm good. Okay, I, I just want to make. You sure. want to talk about the text on the air? Um, it was Eric asking if we're still going to uh, Steve Steaks at one, and I said yes. <laughs> city Walk, right there. You know Universal City Walk. Well, this is this is Philadelphia City Walk. Eric in the city is awesome. He's so stressed out by everything. I feel like it's fucking great. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Take the it's like putting a cat outside for the first time. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, corruption's cool though. But just to just to add on that, mm-hmm. I really like what that kid's doing. He sent me a shirt. Sick. I like. Uh, Dude, it's it's so cool. I mean, like seeing young kids in San Antonio. Like San Antonio was always like Bitter M was the first band that took Mongoloids on tour. So immediately that was like. Well, actually, that's not necessarily true, but Bitter is the first band that took my on our first U.S. tour. So immediately, like San Antonio, I have a connection to that scene, regardless mm-hmm. of how long it's been that I've been there. So having someone that's younger and excited and said really nice stuff about about like Hold My Own and stuff, is it's cool. And I don't know, I always appreciate people that in 2022 can say nice stuff about Mongoloids or whatever, any of the shit I did. I mean, like, I don't, I don't have any entitlement. I don't think anyone should give a shit about any of it. So it's nice that some people do. Yeah, like his uh his like aesthetic behind the label, like the shit he his ads and like even his like logo and all, I think is just like cool as fuck. Printing so, flyers. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. And speaking about labels, uh Bob, uh Rebirth. I, I know you, you just posted about that new band that you're working with, Sinister Feelings. Um or excuse me, Sinister Feeling out of um, Baltimore. Uh yeah. I, I'm just curious about that front. Like, how did you figure out about them? Because Baltimore obviously has always had cool hardcore. Uh, shout out to End It, that, that new music video that they just put out was fucking sick. But for, for yeah. a newer band, like, how did you um, stumble upon Sinister Feeling? Um, so the kid, Sean Krim, uh, that I didn't even know was saying it at first. He just sent me it. He's like, because I've known him for a minute now, because uh, he really likes Left 4 Dead. He really likes Bell and Sebastian. He likes all this other shit. And like, so like, we have a like, connection with that, I guess I would say. And uh, so he's just like, yo, I got a new band. I feel like you'd be into it. And I listened to it. I was like, oh, it's actually really fucking good. I was like, if you guys want me to put it out, it'd be awesome. So, because, yeah, like I uh, like I said, I've, I've known him for a minute. And I really, our tastes are pretty, we, we have a lot of like similar tastes and all that stuff. So I was glad to be able to put out something that he did. And uh, it's just, you know, they, they played a seven-minute set, I think, the other night. Like, just like fast, good hardcore. Um, they're playing, I'm doing that uh, a gag show like a week from tomorrow that they're playing. So I think... Uh, all the freaks and punks and shit I got coming out for that will be will be into it. So yeah, I'll, I think the demo is really good. So hopefully people check it out. Yeah, it reminds me of Soul Swallower. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody somebody said Mind Eraser, and I was like, I can kind of see that, but yeah, Soul Swallower is probably more more on brand. Uh-huh. Uh, still one of the best evidences of all time. That collapse record, Soul Swallower record. Fuck man, I didn't love the thing after that, which bummed me out. I wanted the to. LP, the LP was like the recording. I think was a little too dirty. Like the 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 parts that should have popped, like it didn't. It's like it was like I don't know. It was like a messy, punkier recording where it was like. Yeah. But the demos for the LP. What was that punk fest that happened in Philly like years ago? That Mind Eraser played. I think Soulswaller played it. In Philly, was that the church? Yeah, it was like a big it was one. Best existed, but that stopped in 05. Um, trying to think what the fuck it could have been. Sure, no it's probably like oh six or oh five because i remember dave ackerman that sang and tear it up was working at tdt still and so was i and and dfj had given him like a, a, a cdr and it had like all the rough 
Soul Solver songs on it that they had demoed for the LP. And I remember we were rocked at in TDT working, you know, shout out TDT Straight Edge, Sayerville Straight Edge, South River Straight Edge. But, you know, that was like, those recordings were awesome. And then the LP, I agree, the songs just didn't hit the way I wanted them to. But that seven inch is still, I would say top 10 seven inches of all time for me. I mean, that's, it's really, do you have it on purple? Of course. I, I dude, I used to punish Bob Shed for a test press, punish him. Claps record, still top three labels of all time. <laughs> Shout out Bob Shed. Shout out Bob Shed. Straight edge baby. Um, okay. But I, Bob, there was a Flexi uh, that was supposed to come out at some point. I think it was a Flexi. Correct me if I'm wrong with uh, uh Never Again. Or is that supposed to be like a straight up seven inch? Oh, it's yeah. So it's going to be uh, just a split with Cut Down, which is obviously basically the same band, just kind of switching out singers and another member, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just because I really like both bands, and I was like, I don't want to choose which one to do a seven inch because, like, obviously, putting out seven inch in 2022 is just like you're gonna lose money no matter what. But, um, so I was just like, if you guys are into this, cool, if not, I totally understand. Like, but I don't, I don't want to like be like, oh, I'm doing this for you, sorry, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're, they're down for it. Um, the cut down stuff has been recorded for a while, I think, never again stuff they're finally going in pretty soon to do. And then, uh, so hopefully it's out by the end of the year. I have no, I have no idea, but uh, never again. The song in the one scenes uh, comp they've been playing live, Last Mistake, and it's like so fucking good. So I think that a split would be awesome. Whenever the hell it actually happens, I love both those bands. So I'm glad they're like just I'm just bands like that existing in the area makes me psyched because that, that was like such like a lost thing for a while. And all those kids always roll out to Philly, always at every fucking show, moshing and shit. So. Like to be what was up with that Memorial Day show they did? Dude, that was, yeah, it, was, it ended up being like Jason's birthday show, I guess. Um, it was literally just under like an overpass in uh, New Brunswick. And uh, yeah, it was cool. It was fucking people shooting Roman candles and fucking fireworks and all that shit. And then, uh, yeah, Burning Lord ended up hopping on before C4. And that was fucking sick. Awesome. It was awesome. Like, I thought the Burning Lord demo was like, okay, but. When I saw them, I think they played the Warren record release. I was like, holy fuck, this is like great. And then uh, so I was glad to be able to see them again. Yeah, the show's cool. There's probably like 100 kids there or something, which is like that's awesome. Afternoon and Memorial Day weekend, you know what I mean? So yeah, I reaching out, jumped on at the end. And uh, they did their Billy Club sandwich cover and people literally were pulverizing each other, which was cracking That's up. amazing. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're fucking sick too. So yeah, it was, it was a cool show. I got a, I brought your boy Dave Janice out for his 39th birthday. I up. saw that actually. I saw he posted. I was like, "That's so random." He's there at the uh, the grease truck restaurant, which is it's still fine. It's not the grease truck. Nowhere near as cool. It's, it's I haven't had actual grease trucks in fifteen years or whatever, so it was, it was good to be able to do something. And what happened? I heard Dylan took uh, the fries off the sandwich. Let's touch base on this. I was like, "What the fuck are you even doing, man? Why even go? Just go to Burger King. Get, get like a normal sandwich." <laughs> What the fuck? This is the whole point of this shit, just to be a swap. I mean, Dylan is the, the fast food champion, though. He loves a good Burger King, McDonald's. Let's let's not take my crown so quick. But, <laughs> I'm, I am chain crew, chain restaurant crew, for sure. Actually, I'll go chain restaurant. Like When we're saying restaurant, I mean, like I'll fuck with an Olive Garden every day of the week. Some of the best Italian food I've ever had. I mean, like restaurant, like Burger King, like the real, like the real <laughs> <not> restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's just like a fast food joint. 
<laughs> that's hearing somebody say they would go to Burger King. That that is kind of rare. So I have been on a Burger King kick like this whole year, and it makes me feel like such a piece of shit, man. It's like <laughs> I got a taste of the original chicken sandwich for the first time since I was like a teenager, and I was like, I'm back in. They got me back. It's fucked up. <laughs> they don't use no bullshit freestyle soda machine. They use the old school one. So that's got it back. That's know? crazy. Uh, wait, you're not a fan of the freestyles? I will send that shit to fucking space if I could. Fuck all those machines. Really? <laughs> Have you? I, I think it's um, cool because you can scan the QR code and you can um, pour from your phone. That's, I mean, I, I guess technically that's cool, but people are like, yeah, but it's like, I don't even like, I fucking hate buffets. I think they're disgusting. So okay. when people are like, oh, you can mix like high C and cherry, I just want a normal soda, dude. Like what? The, I don't, I don't need all this bullshit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck freestyle machines. Freestyle music, incredible. Freestyle machines, trash. Interesting. Steve B, Lil Susie, all the good shit. But yeah, no, no freestyle machines. Interesting. Okay. I'm trying to think of it. Are, are there like like Philly only like uh, fast food chains? Um, I actually don't know of anything that's like truly. I mean, is Checkers other places or is that a Philly thing only? No, they have a Checkers out here. Okay. Well, I got nothing. Then. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Probably just that. Okay, because I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I always frequent. Obviously, I, out here we have like Del Taco, In and Out, but it's not like that big of a deal. People always like to try to argue if In and Out's the best. I really don't care if you like it or not. I love. I'm. I guess I'm in the minority, but I think In and Out's great. I like mm. the fries. I don't give a fuck. You know, people bitch about the fries. The fries are good. Fries are good. I fuck with the fries too. What the fuck do you want, man? I don't know. Eat the fucking rice. It's just fresh food. <laughs> I just like fresh food because <laughs> you, you can tell eating there that it's not you know it's been not been frozen or anything weird done to it. Yeah, I I I, I dream about it. It's been like probably seven years since I had it. Well, I had texted you, Bob. I, I was slightly offended that you never texted me back. With what? I was asking if you're coming to California. Um, what the fuck did I say? <laughs> I it's probably been a month. If I'm being honest, I, I figured you were just busy. I'll be at a wrestling event. Bob's an OG wrestling guy. No, that's what I'm doing. Oh, damn. I just saw, are you coming to sound fury? <laughs> May 6th. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, no, but no. yes. Okay. Well, if, if you ever make it out to California, um, we'll, we'll all go to in and out. I would love nothing more. Um, I'm not that big into wrestling, but my buddy invited me to go with him to AEW because their first time in LA. And, it was actually pretty fun. I, I was. I, you watched that shit last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was. That's good ones to go to. I, I was pleasantly surprised because I, I knew some people, but I didn't know everybody. Like, I think my favorite moment was just seeing Jack Hager um, come out because he's like a uh, an MMA guy. He's like undefeated in Bellator, but decided to go back to um, pro wrestling. But it, it was pretty cool. It, it was yeah, interesting he- seeing the amount of hardcore kids there because, like, in front of me, I saw like a dude in a a triple B t-shirt behind me was like a dude in a cruelty long sleeve. And I'm like, Oh, like this is crazy. That's what I feel like at least for a minute, like a lot of hardcore kids were into it anyways. Mm-hmm. And then Nate being in it and Malachi black and all, all this shit. I feel like there's like a ton of like just crossover now. So I, I think it's cool. I think you literally, it needs to literally get like points on that or something like that. Like it, it, like some kind of raise. Cause mm-hmm. you got people that go, I feel just because he's the God's hate guy or, Go to God's hate show because he's Brody is like crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. I 
it, it was a trip seeing that Darby Allen guy because I didn't realize how big he is. Because um, there's um, you know, like Madison from Fury, uh, he used to do those like bar shows where they would have like a wrestling match in the bar. Yeah, the no, no, uh, the no rope wrestling or no ring wrestling or whatever. Yeah, and, and just being there and like I, I, I'm not like super into the to the, the, the culture, so I wasn't super tapped in with who he was back then. But then seeing him on AEW and seeing people like next to me in the audience, like with like his type of face paint on and signs and stuff, I'm like oh shit, this is crazy. This guy's like fucking like famous did you uh did you paint your face to go or no no if i'm being honest i was too shy to bring a sign because i wanted to to bring like a stupid sign but i i didn't i i should have next time what, what would your sign say from within records <laughs> 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 just you, you gotta you know promote your friendship do something funny you know i would uh i would be next to you with a giant sign with the bigger sign that said sucks next to it <laughs> <laughs> Just joking, Carter. Before we block my number, good old from within. Um, okay, okay, and going all the way back to um, off the tracks. I, I remember when I was staying with you for the the barbecue, or not the barbecue, the the, the showcase. You were trying to figure out how you're going to track vocals for your comp song, uh, which is <laughs> crazy to think yeah, about. Because here we, that's, yeah, that's that's well past. Uh, I missed the deadline by about four months for that, so that didn't happen. Sadly, so you, you you're not going to be on the comp, nah. But you guys not being on the comp is what got Fool's Game on the comp, right? Which I'll kind of, yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah. I'd rather them get put over than you know what I mean. Us having, I mean, I would, I, I love the comps. I, you know, I would love to have been on it. But mm-hmm. if it makes Fool's Game more of like a household thing, I'm, I'm down with it because I love those kids. So maybe Philadelphia Stucky, baby. Maybe a digital exclusive because you know they they do that right. Where oh, true, that's yeah. so that's the worst shit. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, all right. That was just an idea. Sorry. I yeah. remember Will Yip did that for his comp forever ago. Mongoloids were Mongoloids and Dead Empath were the digital exclusives, and I was like, I wish we didn't do this. I love Will, but I was so offended. I was like, damn, you're not going to put our two songs on the fucking vinyl. You're going to put us on a digital exclusive. That's not a real fucking thing. Might as well throw <laughs> the song in the damn garbage. <laughs> Um, well, it's like those bands that uh, are only on Bandcamp, but aren't on like the you know DSPs. So it's like you know what the, the, the digital service provider. Was that like Spotify or something? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I dropped out in eleventh grade, man. You gotta you gotta dumb it down for me. Yeah, damn. Just, Industry Jamie just yeah. yeah so well, right I, I got. I feel like I got kind of match a lingo because Greg, you're in the you're in the industry. You know, you're you're working I mean, with. I wasn't asking what it was, but I'm I'm a little more considerate <laughs> to my friend Bob over here. Um, <laughs> I'm a moron. I I I I don't think so, but but you know sometimes because there's bands who I want to put on my playlist, but they're um anti spotify anti whatever so i'm just like well i i, I don't know how else to promote your band uh, so sorry i fucking Bandcamp sucks ass man like it's mm-hmm. the search feature sucks like i was trying to find what the hell came out yesterday that i was trying to find oh that that band feet like uh the uk the uk band with the flex singer okay and uh, these guys they're they put out a new song and i literally couldn't fucking find it so i had to like google you know feet song name Bandcamp. like and i was just, like just fucking just put on Spotify, man. Drive me crazy. Wait, who's in the band? Uh, Sam from the Fle- or yeah, Sam from the Flex, and um, one of the big cheese guys, like or uh, higher power guys, maybe I can't remember. It's really good. It sounds like. Uh, have you listened to it yet? I haven't. Yeah, it sounds just like confusion or something that would have been on the East Coast first East Coast assault comp. That's crazy. Um, you guys had to cancel that Flex show, obviously. 
Dude, I was so bummed. So that, so Doug Cho was supposed to drive them on tour. And then that's why he ended up at the unity show yesterday uh, to watch Kev's band. Cause the whole thing got canceled. Yeah. That's just like fucking, it's, it's crazy. Like that's, I can't believe that they got, there's, I guess they've been really cracking down. That's like a normal thing now with like uh, people getting over here. I, I, which I had no idea, obviously, but mm-hmm. yeah, the three of them, two of them were already here and then three of them got sent home after being detained for 20 hours in like a windowless like room, basically. Like, I, I just don't Did they it. fly together? Uh, Cause I don't understand how like they, they flew together and then they asked a bunch of questions and basically discovered that they're in a band or something. I guess. Yeah. They started Googling them and they found like all their tour routes, like going back years and shit. And like, Holy shit. That's I've been turned away at the border once. And even that fucking sucked. And that was only Montreal. I can't imagine mm-hmm. flying across the fucking Atlantic ocean. For for uh, for a show or for for another reason? What when I got the Montreal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some whoever was doing the show fucking uh didn't do the paperwork right or something like that. That was fun. <laughs> That's a bummer. But yeah, that yeah. that that does suck that they um, you know have them come over here and had to get sent back. That's pretty whack because I know a lot of people are so stoked to see. Yeah, I mean, you know, the new record. Everything they've done has been really good, but the new record might be my favorite thing they've done yet, honestly. So I, was, I, yeah, I agree I, with that. It's fucking years. So that new LP is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I remember when that popped up on my feed and uh, I was like, oh, this is cool. Let me check this out. Cause I didn't even know they were coming out with anything new until people started posting. So I, feel like kind of just, I, I had heard that they were coming over and I was like, what? Like that's kind of, it just seemed like very bizarre. I was like, they got to have like a new something new or something like that to justify coming over here and then yeah just dropped right before uh the tour is announced mm-hmm. well hopefully they're able to i will say though uk straight edge man what the fuck's going on over there guys like damn all the kids that were straight edge london straight edge like they're all fucking washed adam kelly manchester weed straight edge like fuck dude i don't even know who the hell's still straight edge over there they're all fucking drinking pipes and being weird <laughs> i mean they're writing incredible music but like fuck dude where the fuck did this did the edge go it's just like this point in time they flushed straight up down the toilet and now they're just doing other shit and again the bands they're in now are stepping it up every time but like what the fuck happened to the straight edge guys where did it go well i'm holding it down tommy tommy pilmont fucking oh, the yeah i was gonna say I, I thought he was still down with it but like damn man like, it's great they're just hitting the pints, smoking the weed, probably fucking doing some other weird shit. Like, I don't even know what the hell drugs are over there, but I can only imagine. Little ass island floating in the ocean. Like, fuck, man. Well, I feel like once survival went away, they all lost hope. Oh, my God. <laughs> shout out survival. Shout out Baze. That was the, the same band before. Yeah. I, I was a huge fan of that band. I, I was hoping they'd make it to the States at some point, but it just never happened. Which. Which I get. It's probably you know tough for a lot of bands to get over here. I feel like it's now it's the opposite. The amount of bands from here that haven't done even like a weekend tour or like a week have like a demo basically that are going to Europe this like this summer is like fucking crazy. Yeah, trust me, I, I'm feeling the effects of it because I'm trying to um, you know put something together. But it's just like every band from like a lot of bands from here like oh sorry like we're in Germany you know we're gonna be in the UK. I was like, geez, that is true. Like, like so many bands like are going over. Were well, you yeah. trying to do a fest, Jamie? No, no, not a fest. fest. Just a show. Just a little show. 
And that's how it starts. And then you got more and more bands, and then you got a name for it, and then you got the the sponsors and Jamie's cashing in that 401k to book uh to book gridiron. Never. <laughs> no. I you know, I, I booked that that last raw show, and then the amount of people that have hit me up to do more, I was like, no, go away. I don't I was like I was like, I'm not <laughs> booking anything. Uh like I tried booking um, I'm just gonna. I, I can say this because it hasn't gone anywhere. I I, I tried uh, getting Burning Strong to come out here. I, I was talking to 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 Rob, but I I don't know if it really went anywhere because I I kind of gave him like this blueprint of um how we could do it and like you know what I wanted to do, and he seemed on board. Uh, last I heard, he was gonna talk to the rest of the band, but it's gone kind of quiet. So, and he's I, been I, doing the venue stuff though. Yeah, that that's true. That that's also what what I figured. Cause I saw like that news article. Which is cool for for their scene to to have like a cool spot like that. So you know, big props yeah, to shout to, out to Rob Bootsby. That's so cool, mm-hmm. man. Pensacola mm-hmm. Handlebar, legendary spot for sure. Yeah, I'm flying to Pensacola in August, which is crazy. But um, what they're saying what's that? Uh, for the Broken Vow show because the Broken Vow is going through, and I really want to see contention um, and oh, so, statement uh, of pride since uh, um, they're not on the flyer, but I'm pretty sure they're playing. And since they're not coming to California now, I, I have to fly across the country to to see them again. <laughs> but, to fly to pensacola from la what is that is that like seven different flights no uh, th- th- this is a direct flight I- I've-, I've done it before la to pensacola mm-hmm. wow that's L- lax i'm assuming right yeah wow that's crazy yeah so and luckily carter lives really close to the airport so uh, very convenient for him to to pick me up <laughs> He'll be all the day off. You'll be walking your ass to his house. It'll be fine. Well, you know what's funny is um, last time I went, um, he was like, "Hey, like I'll pick you up." Blah blah blah. And then like last minute, he's like, "Oh shit, sorry. Like I- I'm still on tour. Like I'm gonna send my wife to 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 pick you up." Yeah, but luckily, she-, she was really cool, and I, I never met her at that point. But um, it- it was- uh, she's a queen. She's great. Yeah, it was r- really nice for her to pick me up at like midnight at the Pensacola airport, and we'd never even met each other before. So, did uh did his dog try to attack you? His dog just did that thing where it, it would just bark all crazy from a distance, and then it would just take off running because it was scared. But Good. yeah, it's it's great dog, but here it's gonna can get a little vicious. So mm-hmm. one. yeah, so but yeah, I don't want to book anything. I I, I want to do Burning Strong still. Like I, I would love to have them in California. Um, but That's one of your favorite bands, right? Yeah, they're they're fucking awesome. I just love their style. Uh, good dudes. So it's. It's it's nice to have a band like that. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Uh, I really liked them too. Yeah, they uh they crushed the uh the showcase uh set. Yeah, they got a a, a really good reaction. Yeah, and I was like, I think people should know them here, but you never fucking know. So I was glad to see them make it worth coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a good time. Yeah, the the that that whole showcase, I, I was surprised at how smooth it, it ran because it felt like it, it went for a really long time maybe it was because i was there all day but uh, from start to finish i didn't really feel like it dragged or anything i felt like it was just you know moved pretty smoothly yeah we don't fuck around we get that shit done that's what i like because i'm uh going to like the see the pain show i was like man this isn't <laughs> this isn't that organized it, it just felt like there was just too much time in between bands i was like i felt like uh things could have moved on a little faster uh like out here but Maybe that was just because I sometimes now I like go to shows and I, I look at it through the lens of like, how would I, you know, have this organized if I was running the show? So what's the singer of uh, Cedar Pain's name? Kevin. I have no idea. Kevin. So Kevin. the cool version of Aaron V. 
<laughs> that's like you know like bizarro superman and superman okay that's like uh kevin's like the cool version of our friend aaron vasquez shout out ab train records <laughs> okay now i i, I want to see this aaron guy you, you gotta know. see him you see he's like the square version of kevin okay but he's wild he's so washed but that that show is actually pretty cool. I was actually I'm pretty surprised um, uh, and happy that, that a lot of people came out and supported that uh, See the Pain Age of Apocalypse show. Dude, they uh, I don't understand why. So obviously they both booked the shit without realizing the other one was doing it. Mm-hmm. But if, I, I wish they would have just combined for at least one show. Like if they just combined both tours for LA. I, yeah, I feel oh, like Great Iron like, Tsunami. I show mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I would have been. Like, yeah. I'm talking about like 1,500 fucking people. Yeah, yeah, they they could have done yeah something crazy, but I don't know. The, the tsunami was I, I felt they were like uh, super smart because they went started their run. They played with Cedar Paint Age of Apocalypse, then they um, linked up with Gridiron and did their run with Gridiron. Yeah, um, so they got yeah, to they're just dominating everything right now. It's crazy. Yeah, it, 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 it's crazy. It's cool. I, I hope uh, things are going well for them overseas right now. I, I haven't seen any videos or anything, but um, I, I'm just kind of curious on how um, kids will react to them out there. I would love to hear a bunch of people in Europe yelling, you're a bitch, sing along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is crazy. I'm um, cool band. Uh, I, I was happy to see that they, they did that collab with the, the, the hundreds and it sell out like crazy, like kids freaking out over that t-shirt. Oh, did, yes. I figured I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know. I mean, obviously I'm just like kind of out of my wheelhouse. I didn't know if that was like still like a thing that people really cared about, but that's, that's fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah, kids are still like pretty tapped in like i don't know if kids are like like i don't think the hundreds like drops are like super hyped up but like when they show love because uh, obviously like you know uh, bobby hundreds is like not a secret that he's into hardcore or whatever uh but yeah. w- w- when they show love like that i i i think it's really cool that the the community actually shows the, the kind of support to go out and make sure that the shirt sells out like you know first day yes that'd be cool yo isn't are, are, is tsunami sponsored by like an mls team or vice versa or some weird shit I don't think for the for the soccer team. I don't know because they're always I'm uh, you know the, I, I follow the singer Joseph like we're friends. I'm he's always posting videos of him at the stadium. They're playing they're literally playing tsunami over the loudspeakers like in the entire stadium. Yeah. I'm like that's crazy. I I don't know the the relationship there if I'm being honest. I thought I saw uh, they place. <laughs> explain this real quick. Sorry, I I never explain it tsunami gets played at the mls stadium yeah like I, he, like there's videos of like you know in the stadium and over the loudspeaker for the entire arena to hear they're playing tsunami that's sick yeah it, it, it's crazy it's cool because you, you, you think when you go to places like that you're hearing like you know commercial like pop type shit but when you go and they're playing tsunami that's that's awesome that, that, that doesn't happen that often for for bands from our bubble you know it's so random yeah yeah, I'd rather hear that than seven eighteen army to get uh people pumped or, <laughs> or fucking thunderstruck for the ten millionth time or something, you know? Yeah. It's it's weird. I I like yeah, I, I, I don't blame people, but like when I go to like these like bigger concerts and people talk about mosh pits and I just I I like this isn't a mosh pit. This is just a weird push pit type thing. And people I mean, get like get so like fun. intense about it. I'm like, this is not that bad. This is <laughs> this, this is nothing. Um, Greg, have you ever seen Jamie Mosh? Uh, I guess the closest would be probably at the showcase for Shackled. You're like front and center, ready to rock. He fucking smokes motherfuckers. It's crazy. Well, I did not expect the fucking kicks, and it was 
was like, holy shit, Jamie's going in. Well, I'm older now. I I used to mosh for your guys' bands, but like these days, I I just I, I can't risk getting hurt because I gotta go to work. And then I'm just not as limber as I used to be because, dude, I, I I was like stomping around for like Koyo in program and I like hurt my knee somehow. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, I didn't even really do anything. So it's just like, yeah, these days I'm just uh, I as, as much as I want to be out there. I just I'm, I'm a, a little more selective. So, so you, you only crowd kill for a Koyo like in the back of the pit, like, no, I, I'm never moshing. If I'm moshing, I'm going to be like you know front and center I, i'm never gonna be some weird moshing in the back of the room weird type shit um i respect that so what what are the bands that set you off then jamie what's dude. like the riff that you hear and it's like fucking go time dude shackled when they open up it's it's go time for sure 100 percent. i love shackled but um it's just like i've seen so many bands so many times i'm just like i don't know it just depends is it like if it's like a new band that i'm into that i've never seen before i'm like okay cool like let me just uh, go off because this is the first time seeing it live but um most of the time i just kind of stand around you guys saw me at the showcase i just like to stay in good health and not get injured <laughs> and i'm right there with you most of the time yeah because it's it's you know i'm obviously we all know this uh uh there's a lot of younger kids so i, I just like to you know just stand back let them have their fun because I've, I've been there I, i've already been able to enjoy this for so long um and i and like yeah I, i'm older i i don't really need to be throwing my limbs that crazy all the time that's not true you gotta if there's younger kids you gotta show them what's up you gotta assert your dominance big like, this isn't you don't just get to walk in here and get in the pit bro <laughs> i don't need your fucking venue that's not happening all right i, I, I gotta be like lumpy um what was that video of him <laughs> where he like pulled a guy by the hair and he's like he's just socking people up i'm like all right let, let me go full lumpy <laughs> on, on these kids and just start hitting everybody Lumpy and Dom, the two uh, the two most hated uh, hitters. Dude, yeah, Dom and that, yeah, him at FYA knocking out or knocking down that one dude, just yeah, go crazy. Because like, you know, used to be like that when I was younger. I was ready to just face mosh, just punch everybody. But it's just like I, I feel bad these days. <laughs> but maybe, maybe on, uh, yeah, and like I don't ever plan it. It's just like okay, like like if if it just feels right. You know, it's got to go based off a of feeling. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. But for sure, if Throwdown comes back, I'll, I'll be in there. Where, where do you stop at Throwdown? Like, what, what record are you like? Okay, I'm done. No, no I, I go the whole discography. Holy fuck. Are you serious? That's, <laughs> this, is, this is Orange County Hardcore. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I did. Yeah. Like, I, the first couple, I'm in. Beyond Repair, mm-hmm. uh, you want to keep blood, whatever. That what was that 2000 Haymaker. The mm-hmm. one we started going Terror, some bullshit. I was out, dude. I couldn't oh. take it. Okay, but okay. Well, Haymaker has a bunch of the old songs. They just re-recorded it with uh, what's his D- name, Dave, Dave Singer, right? Yeah, yeah. But okay, and like I, I know that they, they got a, a lot of like you know stuff like you know crap for like their their later their later records. But I'm telling you, dude, Deathless, like the, their newest one is. No, it goes hard. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, but, um, but yeah, it's probably never gonna happen. That's like the one band that they could get back at any of these like uh, you know fests out here, and, and I'm sure the, uh, these fests out here on the West Coast have tried, but it's just like I, I know like scheduling, and and I, I know there's probably like a big conflict too, like oh like who would they want to sing, and I lean towards Dave, but people were like oh but Keith. 
That's an insane opinion. Come on now. You're I, saying Dave over Keith? What in the flying fuck are you talking about? Well, it's the first Keith. Yeah, Keith. Keith is the first guy, but Dave is the oh, singer. Yeah. Keith left. Uh, you know, Fair Play did did other stuff. How are you just gonna you're gonna send Dave back to play get, get, uh, the guitar and be like, all right, you can't sing even though you. Well, well, Keith didn't leave because of that. Didn't he have like Pollux or something on his throat, and then he started playing guitar, and then he ended up leaving after. I I don't know. Like, when I, I think that's true. When I got into Throwdown, he was already gone because I was like young. I was like I got into Throwdown like like early like 2002 like when i got into hardcore so i think he i'm pretty sure he was playing guitar maybe mm-hmm. all right somebody correct me on twitter and then screenshot and send it to me bob i don't remember i don't remember what the order was <laughs> but i'm pretty sure keith yeah. stopped singing because he had issues with his throat and then he was playing guitar for a while and then he ended up going on with 18 visions when they got signed to the major or whatever mm-hmm. and then he, he's doing like a, a a newer band too i i, I forget the, the, their name um it's, it's like a weird name if I'm being honest, is it good? No, I'll be honest and say no. That it's, it's not good. <laughs> uh, and and that's just my opinion. I know people are going to hear this and be like, "Oh, like you should be supporting your local scene." And it's like I do, but I can't pretend to like every band. Like I would, I would book them just because I know they have their own audience, but I don't like them. That's <laughs> so you cash in because you know they could draw people, but you wouldn't. No, yeah, listen, this talent buyer Jamie over here. No, not cash in. I, I and I tell you, I got lucky with that. The the one and only show that I ever booked. It's just you know, last straw. Anxious. Those are my friends. And higher power. They asked anxious if, if um, I would be cool with them playing. And yeah, like of course I'm going to say yes. Like the the the, the bill wasn't like full. And it, it was just, um, you know, maybe lightning in a bottle. Who knows? Maybe I can make it happen again. But I just have to. It, ha- it has to make sense. Like I'm not just gonna because I had people reach out and be like, "Hey, like, can you book my band on this day?" And I'm like, "That day means nothing to me." Like, no, I don't. I, this isn't gonna work. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I, so I, does your band and leave the fuck alone. <laughs> I, I'm not the guy. That's what I tell people. Like, I'm not gonna front and be like I'm this big time promoter and I just because I did one show. It's like I I happen to get lucky and uh, I'll do it again if I feel comfortable. But yeah it's a lot of work like i i pay a lot of respect to people like bob who can uh continually do that you know throughout the year because having to coordinate get people like you know like on time and having to you know tell people and the one thing that pissed me off was that so many people try to get into the show for free and i'm like dude it's a ten dollar show these there's a band from um like the uk who's taking their time on their day off to play and you're trying to sneak into this show you piece of shit Yeah. I agree with that. That is a very 2022 fucking lifestyle right there. You go to the show and no one's going to have to pay. Oh, I play in this band that, that we play once a year and we're pretty popular. Oh, I'm going to pay for this. So it's like, dude, you paid 10, 15 bucks. Like, it's not a big deal. I mean, I rolled up to the front within showcase and I paid the $40 cover charge. You know, sometimes you just got to support me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I paid um, uh, too. So my, my, my name was on that list somewhere. Go, <laughs> go look it up. I think I uh, I think I'm gonna start vetoing when people give me certain people on guest list. So I'm tired of seeing the same fucking names on everything, and they mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. I'm just gonna be like, hey man, I know it's your friend. That's not actually your friend. They don't fucking care. They're they're not. They can pay. Like they don't deserve shit. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. Yeah, and like th- there were some people that I did let in free just out of respect because like they had showed up like after it already got capped. So. You know, there's there's some people that I have on the on a list. And I'm like, all right, you're here. Your money's no good here. Get in there. <laughs> Yo, Richie Crutch uh, pays for shows all the time, right? Whenever of he course. Goes, and 
I was like, I told, I was like, you are, your money is straight up no good here. He's like, oh, I got support. I was like, you were a little king in PA Harper, bro. And then he's, he's insisting in pain. So, and New Jersey, dude. He's from Newark or he's from Trenton. He's from Newark. He's from one of them. Yeah. OG, yo, Richie Crutch from Wisdom and Chains. He's, uh, he's doing a new label called Never Ran, Never Will. And they're going to do a split for Carried by Six and Hold My Own. So be on the lookout for that. Shout out Richie Crutch. That's the real deal, straight edge. I'm talking about UK straight edge and all this other silly shit, whatever. Go sell out, drink a pint. Write some great music. That's dope. But Bridgie Crutch, holding fucking true. Straight edge, baby, for the fucking real ones. He's a real one. He, he still texts me back. I'll, I'll say that much. I'm <laughs> <laughs> fucking sorry, man. What do you want from me? I was um, probably at Burger King when you texted me. My hands are a little greasy. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't expect him to text me back, but the last text I said. What did you say to him? I, I gave him props for, uh, on that payback record. And he said, thank you. That's a great. That song is legendary. Yeah, and I I didn't expect him to to say anything, but he's the real one. He 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 loves hardcore, uh, and he didn't ask like who I was. So apparently, maybe he saved my number. So <laughs> <laughs> I get him on the podcast, man. Got to get him on the podcast. That was great. Um, I've tried, but that's all. That's all I'll say about that. Um, he's a busy guy. He does like six of his own podcasts. He's yeah, running the label, running two labels, like. Trust me, if if there's a guest that people think, oh, James should try to get him on. Trust me, I, I probably have already reached out. There's just, you know, <laughs> th- th- there's there's new politics behind the scenes that, um, you know, are, are going on. So it's like you got a politic. There's there there's things that that happen. And I've tried, but the the one guy that I'm trying to get on that I've been telling everybody about is the the singer of Maximum Penalty. They they were so active on Instagram till I sent that DM, and now they're. Maybe they maybe they block me on their stories. I, I don't know. I, and I've reached out to multiple people. I'm like, yo, I need to have have you on uh, a gym. Uh, I've reached out to personal Instagram. Or I've reached out to to friends. Even Joe Harker. I'm gonna say this on on air. Joe Harker left me on red. I'm like, you know, um, put the connection there. I, I'm, you know, I, I got Dylan from Shackled saying he's friends with one of the guys in the band. He's going to reach out. It's gone ghost. So I don't know if I did something to piss off maximum penalty, but I've been trying. Yeah, Dylan Day is a liar. Who is Dylan friends with? He told me he's friends with somebody in maximum penalty and he's going to reach out. Um, so I get confused. That's wrong. He, he, he's not. <laughs> no because he posted Dylan even knows what Maximum Penalty is he, he posted a screenshot of him listening to Maximum Penalty and I asked him I'm like do you know anybody in that band he's like yeah like I know the guitar player what's up and then I, I told him like hey I'm trying to get the singer on and he's like don't worry like I'll, I'll reach out and see what's going on and Big country is full of shit, bro. Don't don't let uh, don't let big country just lie to you like that. Okay, so it's gone cold. So if, so if you guys or anybody out there listening knows um, anybody in that band, let them know. I'm I'm out here banging the drum to try to make it happen <laughs> but but yeah I, I i still would love to have them on um huge fan of the band i i, I think they're, they're they're legendary they they've been doing it for a really long time and and doing it well because like you know some bands just stick around for too long and you're like geez like why are they still putting out music but no i i think they've been solid through and through yeah they're i mean their early shit's obviously awesome demo and all that and then that rec the comeback record is one of like probably the top five best comeback records of all time that shit is yeah, unbelievable that if in time or whatever. Yeah. Just to, to, to be able to be in tune for so long and to write good music. Cause I, I feel like people can only be creative for so long, but for them, it's, it's been a really long time and it's been awesome. Yeah. There's shit. That record falls into the void of 2010 though. 
think about how many bands from that era just like it like they were a thing then but like now if you bring it up it's just like i don't even know what the fuck that is oh there's a whole yes that's how well that's why i want to have them on i want to just be like yo like trying to make kids more aware because obviously like people like us like we've been around we know but i'm sure there's like some newer kids you're probably like, what the fuck is maximum penalty so well, it just sucks because if they would have put that record out now i think it really would have like held its own and i think it would have been defined way more for the future than for one that when it did i mean 2010 that i've talked about this recently with a bunch of people just like a lot of the shit that was popular then it's not even a thing now you don't even know what the, but kids wouldn't even know what it is yeah but you guys think that's a whole like generation removed of course hardcore, you know it's not multiple generations like three generations yep yeah do you think what 2010 you guys are still touring back then right yeah, we would fall in the uh, the bands that people like then that make no sense now category that Greg was just talking about, probably. No, yeah. but that, I mean, like, what, what, like Mother Mercy and all that stuff. Mother Mercy came out in what, 2006, seven? Yeah. I feel like some of your bands are still hold up. People still talk about the Mongoloids in a positive light. I never knew anyone <laughs> did to begin with, but thank you, Jim. It's very nice. Um, no, and then even like I'm obviously I'm wearing this shirt. Like Bob, you've been in some good bands. P- people still would like to see some of that shit live. That's a solid shirt. I got I got no complaints to that. Yeah, um, but but it is strange, right? Yeah, because you got to think twelve years removed. That's insane to think about how different hardcore was back in 2010 versus how it is now. For sure. Was, uh, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. And still, when people uh, were rocking like Tim's and stuff like that. Like giant, uh, like Fury Five shirts, or is that over by then? No, I, I think that, that, that's fair. Like, I, I think that might have been like around like the time that stuff was getting way more traction. A lot of terrible moshing. Yeah, like looking like like bigger clothes size. There. That was Justice. I blame Justice for all of that. Oh, I mean, everybody was fucking impersonating him right off the bat. Oh yes. Oh yes. Shout out Justice trapped in a race. He brought a whole legion of idiots into the world. <laughs> I, that, that since have probably dropped out of hardcore. And, that is true. You know. my, my listen, my last interaction with him, I, I, I saw him at Coachella, and I didn't know what to say because I've never actually had a real conversation with him. I, I just yelled "trapped in rice," and he just kind of looked at me. He's like, "Oh yeah, what's up?" <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> that That's band, sick. that band is awesome. I, I I'm, you know. Oh, they were generational, dude. There, it was like AN and then them, then then have heart, like all like that's like the three thousands bands, basically. It's it's crazy because I I like I enjoyed the last record, uh, Heat Wave, and then I don't I guess you know I, I I know there's a lot of criticism and comparison saying that it was just an Angel Dust record, whatever. I, I think that's bullshit, but I still wish that band did more or, or would at least do something. Like I, I would be happy if they just you know did stuff like every now and then but what do you like secrets or a uh, big kiss goodnight more secrets damn really that that quick you fuck big kiss yeah. goodnight dude that's what i'm a big kiss goodnight guy all the fucking day well like i i love that record too so good i i love both records but i it's just um you know because i i ha- had a buddy who was like uh you know he was on them pretty early and he he put me on to trap in their eyes but i i just you know secret speaks to me more if i'm being honest yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, there's no wrong answer. I fucking mm-hmm. the shit. Yeah, but super talented group of guys. A shout out to Sam Trapkin, uh, the you know gig guitar player. 
he's been on the podcast uh and he's he still responds to my text so shout out to him he has a a, a family i'm not trying to put all his personal stuff out there but you know he, he's living life and still responds to my text i can respect that when people still text me back and they're not too cool do you yeah, have uh, maybe i'm red do you do you have like um what is it billy madison happy gilmore where steve buscemi has like the list of people to kill oh 100 100 percent. is there like a like a giant billboard or uh you know just <laughs> you're just like this motherfucker i guess i guess i'm off it now since i responded to you in person yeah but. well no i'm I, I give you a little more leeway bob because i know you're you're busy um and honestly i thought i probably p- pissed you off and you just didn't want to respond but you were still responding to like when you still respond to to my DMs. I'm like, okay, he's not like uh, upset or anything. So at least maybe he'll text me back at some point. But yeah, my brain is literally just broken. It's it's never <laughs> on purpose. Just I I promise you, just punish me. I don't I don't fucking I will not be offended if you just go yo pussy respond. I'm like, okay, I got okay. you. <laughs> Um, but uh, but to answer your question, yes, there is a list because I over the years <laughs> you, you see people switch up. They they get a little more popular, whatever. They, they think they're too cool. Um, but that's why I always cherish the ones who still uh, are real. Show me the respect or actual friends. Like when I reach out to you guys, it's you know n- never too cool. When I reach out to the Wilkesbury dudes, um, even as big as like some of those bands are from that area, still not too cool. The anxious guys still keep it real. So it's like yeah, th- th- those kinds of people I always uh, you know cherish a little more because they 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 keep it real and and, and I appreciate that because with. Uh, you know, people getting more popular and stuff. I, I I can see how easy it is to let it get to your head, but for people to stay level-headed and keep it real, I I, I definitely really appreciate that. I've got a mental list of people that don't, you know, I don't fuck with. That's fine. I understand. It's not written out like you carved into your wall or whatever, but like... <laughs> because I, you know, when I look at what I do, I'm, I, I feel like what I'm trying to do is uh, just try to help people. And, you know, it, I, I, I get advanced, get to a certain point where they might not need my help, but it's like, okay, um, you just used me to, to gain a platform, whatever. I'm, I'm going to keep it moving because there's a ton of other people who are, you know, still in need of help or who I think are um, better. They just haven't had their time yet. So I just keep doing what I'm doing. And, you know, things work itself out in the end because, you know, bands, you know, no one stays at the top forever, right? They should uh, name a record that maybe. <laughs> you know what you're doing but uh <laughs> but, but 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 you know i i don't take it too personal like i don't go to bed thinking about that list uh, <laughs> um uh but it's there just know uh people I just uh, stare are at on a list but but it's, it's, it's not a big one and i i don't really like to uh, make too big of a deal about it like i'm not like crying behind the scenes like harassing people about it it's like you know we either fuck with each other or, or we don't <laughs> Jesus, Greg. I Greg, I, I feel like you're judging me because I have this list. But <laughs> I, I used to have a list, but then I decided that I was just going to focus on being successful personally, mm-hmm. so that I could just wipe my ass with all the fucking haters. So all these people that run their mouth, I'll just be more successful than them on a personal level. So it's like, yeah, I, I guess in hardcore I'm a loser, but personally I'm fucking kicking your ass. I like that. But see, I'm I'm doing that in both because all my haters have to see me on their timeline when their favorite bands retweet me, repost me. But then even outside of life, I'm making I'm already making more money than them. You know? <laughs> I, I live by Disneyland, so it's just like, come on, life's not that bad. Because <laughs> you know, I, I'm just trying to help other people. I'm trying I'm trying to put other people on. You, you go look what I do. It's never about me. It's about the bands. It's about the music, right? It, it just so happens. Yeah, the other people don't. 
um, but yeah, I, I just want to see bands be successful. That, that, that's my, my ultimate goal is just trying to put people on, um, and, and then move on. Cause like I said, the, there's always new bands that need help, need, need to, uh, people to, to give them the time of day. Cause over here, there's no ego. Like I said, go look at the playlist. I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid to tell people what I like. Go listen to the new ankle biter demo. I'm not sure if you guys have listened to it yet, but go, go listen to that. Ankle band. biter. Ankle biter. Okay. Yeah. I tell everyone it, it reminds me of old rotting out and people freak out, but I'm just like, dude, that's what it reminds me of. And you can't get mad at me for telling you what it reminds me of, but that's exactly what it reminds there's, me of. There's a band from New Jersey called ankle monitor and they're fucking awesome. So you should go check them out. Ankle monitor. I'll, I'll, I'll check yeah. them out. Wait, wait, which part of Jersey? I, I feel like, um, North North. Okay. There's that band. Um, not one truth. I, I'm, I'm doing a podcast with them, which I'm kind of scared about. They're they're because <laughs> because you know thanks to Greg or excuse me thanks to Bob I, I met Colin because we both stayed at um, your place for the showcase and really nice guy happy to have met him um, but talking about or talking about doing a podcast with him he's like super into it but he's like I want to do something that nobody's ever done before and maybe uh, this is being too soon but they're telling me that they want to take me on their laptop to like the bar scene and do a podcast like on location and I'm like all right if you guys can as long as the audio is fine like I don't care but like wait. Is Zach Elmer still in Not One Truth? No. Was, he, was he ever? He was. Now they got a new drummer. I was going to say, that sounds like a Zach idea for sure. <laughs> if there was ever some freak idea, it'd be him like strapping you to the back of a motorcycle, driving down the highway with headset. <laughs> yeah. So they, they want to do like some crazy shit like that. So I'm like, I'm down, but let's just see how, how it goes. Dude. Holy shit. I mean, that band is sick as fuck. I love all them kids. I'm glad. Uh, I hope they start catching on more because they're literally... I mean, they're really fucking good. So I'm surprised they're not bigger, but maybe they just need to do more. Yeah, because the music's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just released a tape, didn't they? On From Within. Yeah, that mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was a split between them and uh, uh, Mitchell's thing, which I can't remember fucking name of right now. But yeah, should sick. Feeding tube. Yeah, should should be awesome. But. Okay, I, I'm glad we were able to do this. We're, we're also straight edge. This is, uh, you know, we represent the three X's of straight edge. I know that piss, pisses off a lot of people that I say that. They're just like, how, why? <laughs> and it's just like, because it, it, it just is. So deal with it. We've been straight edge longer than a lot of people. Holding it down, doing work. Bob, if you were going to say out of the three of us, who do you think would be the first to break? It wouldn't be me. Um, <laughs> I've known you longer than Jamie. Oh wow! Yeah, I think I think Dr- Jamie would be the first to go. For the sure. first, dude. I have it. <laughs> it's in my skin. I can't. I'm never gonna break. <laughs> you guys are crazy. I, Jamie goes I to Disney and meets a famous person. Famous people. Famous people are just like us. That's what people got to realize. He offers Jamie a little beer, and he's like, "Ah, fuck it. You know, I'm at the Magic Kingdom. My mom's to just put one back on my boy." No, and that's would, the end. I would never. I would never break because I sell out. That's the end of everything. The world, like it must be in dire straits. The world, if I sell out, that means I'm dead. That's what when people see me, it's like, oh yeah, you're still straight edge. I'm like, I'm here, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> if, if I would, I definitely wouldn't be at a show if I'm straight. I'd be literally under the L shooting heroin. So I'm not fucking, I'm not breaking straight edge, bro. Yeah. Bad news. It, it, it's, it's not possible. When, when, when I think about these 
bands, the, these bigger bands. Shout out to my friends uh, in no other way, the only straight edge band from Richmond. Um, when I hear about people breaking and just giving up, I'm just like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, like how? Like, like what changed for you to just turn your back on everything that you stood for? Just whack. Whack motherfuckers. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, but why are you trying to put that on Bob? Saying who's going to sell out first, knowing he's going to say me. <laughs> that was that was a loaded question. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like if I said him, it'd be like, damn, I know you're 2005. You're going to do me again. Whole fucking thing. So yeah, that's <laughs> Greg's over here trying to stir shit up. We're not selling out. We can't sell out. It's it's too. Oh, yeah. what's, what's make a suicide pact right now? If anybody in here breaks edge. Uh, well, guess, we're gonna kill ourselves. I, I don't know if you're going through. Uh, we have to kill you. If you if you break edge, we have to kill you. All right. No, that, that's the new rules. That, that's completely fair. Well, uh, I I will agree to those rules because I, <laughs> I my will. very specific uh, sensical rules that I just made up. So hmm. okay. Well, I definitely appreciate this, uh, Greg. Just like I always say, we have to hang out at some point. You're not that far away from me. And I can drive yeah. out. You, or Let's you, do it, or you can drive out here. We got to figure it out. Um, I almost came to that uh, Cedar Pain Age of Apocalypse show, but I was like, I don't know. I was just dead. And I just didn't do it. That's fine. It's, it's it's kind of a drive, so like I don't blame you. But I rewatched Loki instead. Okay, I'm good old Loki. Oh, wait, okay. I see now you bring up this Disney stuff. Moon Knight. You you briefly mentioned Moon Knight. I have to ask you: Did you enjoy it? My favorite one. That show's insane. Mm-hmm. Bob Wilson, stop watching Stranger Things. Go watch Moon Knight. What the fuck is Moon Knight? It's uh, he's a superhero from the Marvel universe, but he uh, deals with like mental illness, uh, and it's pretty, um, pretty interesting. And the way that they do it in the show is it's awesome. He deals. And you can watch, or he he helps people with mental illnesses. That's like a superpower. No, he 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 deals with like crazy <laughs> mental illness. Okay. Uh-huh. Pers- personal, but but in terms of being able to watch it and not have to really know too much about backstory and stuff, that's a good one to watch. And and they did a like Disney did an amazing job with with that whole entire show. Yeah. And out of all the Marvel shows, that's for sure my favorite one. Yeah, and and, and this one's like super standalone. Like they don't even really talk about any of the other events that have happened yep. so far in the whole universe. I do need a show to watch, so maybe I'll check it out. It's really good. So, it's really good. Okay. Well. I appreciate your guys' time. This is, uh, you know, very awesome. We, we have to do this again. I'm uh, more than likely at the end of the year. I'll reach out again and try to schedule something with you guys. Let's do the pre FYA one this year. Yeah, pre pre. Uh, I'll do it. as long as unless another fucking disa- worldwide disaster happens, I will do it. Okay, let's announce the fest on the podcast. How about that? Is that a, is that too much to ask for? <laughs> we can do it. Yeah, okay. Go. All right. Let's let's announce the the fest on the podcast, um, and then yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, b- before we sign off, um, is there anything else you guys would like to say? Want to go first, Greg? You want to go second? I'll go second. All right. Yeah, I know you got some some shit you want to get off your chest. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I was I was busting balls, but support from within records. Um, you know, this is hardcore is in about a month or so, I guess. So make sure you fucking go to that. Um, FYA is in January again next year. Work on it now. Um, got a record coming out on Rebirth. I think they're recording now, so I'll fucking be posting about that soon, I guess. Um, new off the tracks demo whenever I stop fucking around. 
uh yeah that's that's about it probably thanks for having me as always yeah shout out the straight edge kids that are still fucking straight edge kids for the sake of being a fucking straight edge kid because that's what you are not on some fucking mythical creature bullshit for a point in time then you smoke cigarettes a day later and act like some jackass clown uh hold my own's doing a new demo ep thing on corruption that'll be out this summer this is hardcore always a, an amazing time very excited to be back there this summer i've been uh i'll be on the stage stage managing for joe as always much better stage manager than that fucking Scanlan character. I don't know who the fuck he thinks he is. But also shout out Scanlan for repping my eBay shit. I really appreciate you, brother. Um, I think that's all I got. Thank you, Jamie, for being straight edge and, and being a, a good friend. Appreciate you always. For sure. No, I, I appreciate both you guys being um, always super cool to me. Um, I, I, I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. I appreciate everybody tuning in and we'll be back soon. Goodbye.